Hurry up, man. I want to get some fried ch Oh, shit. Is that Sid Haig from Jackie Brown? Is that Bill Mosley from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? Is that Karen Black from It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive? What the fuck are they doing in this movie? And where the fuck is Leatherface? Oh, shit. Here comes the spooky! What's up, you dog fucking morons? You like to get fucked up and do fucked up shit? So do me and my buddy, Cincinnati Jeff! What's going on, all you chuds and shutouts? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 27. This time we're going to talk about a house with a thousand corpses. We're also going to hit you about uh, the new uh, fan film Never Hike Alone, Never Hike in the Snow, uh, as well as Terrifier 2. So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, nachos, and how are you tonight? How the fuck you doing? I'm greasy as shit, man. <laughs> I bathe with fucking fried chicken on the way over here. I bathe in my car. It just tastes so damn good. All right, so welcome everybody. Episode 27. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about House of a Thousand Dead People. Because I hate you all. Yes, and I tried to... <laughs> I, uh, we have a new format where we're kind of just choosing movies uh, for each other sort of thing, and Nachos chose this one. So I tried to actually count uh, the dead people in the movie. I, there, no, it is far from 1,000. Yeah. It's a reach, Rob Zombie. It's a fucking reach for sure. Right. A house of at least mm, 10, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so before we get started, though, we got a couple of things we got to talk about. News and stuff. First up, the Never Hike in the Snow, which is the prequel for the fantastic fan-made film for the Friday the 13th franchise, made by our personal close... Best, best friend. Right. He's going to be in my wedding. Vincent DeSanti. Uh, Never Hike Alone is getting geared up uh, for release for free on YouTube October 13th. So I uh, kind of said that a little bit wonky there, but basically what I'm saying is Never Hike in the Snow is a prequel to Never Hike Alone. Both are fan-made films for the Friday the 13th franchise. Check them out. You have plenty of time to watch Never Hike Alone. It's like 45 minutes of your fucking time. You can check out our episode and review on it as well. We also have an interview with fucking Vincent talking about the movie. It's three and, and a half franchise. hours long. It's badass. We should have broken it into several episodes, but that man is a fucking professional. Yes. God damn it. Except for like the last 25 when he realized he's on a podcast with a dude named Cincinnati Jeff and Nachos McWerewolf. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Godzilla, Jason Voorhees, and dicks. Yes, we mm. do. Yes, we do. So definitely check that out. Check ours out. Check this out. Like I said, it's coming out on October 13th, so get ready. We're super excited. Um, the movies he make are top quality. It's not super long. I think it's maybe 30 minutes total uh, this round. I think it's 20. Might be. Yeah, it's, it's not – like I said, it's not super long, but like you get – it's not rushed, and you get a full cohesive story, and I'm very fucking excited. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's the first of what was always been a long-rumored Jason in the Snow How long have you been waiting movie, for that so. shit, dude? Yeah, they've been talking about making a Jason in the Snow movie for fucking 15-plus years. And he's like, I'll do it. And he did it. And this guy makes quality fucking films. I heard he's going to do a Halloween one. Did mm. you hear anything about this? I haven't. Breaking news on the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. 
No, I saw some shit online, so I thought it'd be cool for a second. All right, so if this never hike in the snow breaks down for 20 minutes, how many poop sessions for you is that dude? One. Whoa. You got to get out the evil. Get it all out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. When, like, work's on the line or I'm trying to avoid my family, I take a long duke. If I'm playing video games, I force that shit out. Until your wife turns the fucking Wi-Fi off on the router when you're in the fucking toilet. Luckily, I get cell phone signal down here. In the bowels of the CNC fart factory, deep below the surface of Planet X. Uh, Also, Terrifier 2 will not be releasing this Halloween due to COVID-19 delays. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. Did you watch Terrifier, the first one? Yeah. Um, or the, I guess the origin is the All Hallows Eve. There's like three, I don't want to call them prequels, but like re. So there's All Hallows Eve, which is a anthology movie. And that's where. That uh, was okay. That's where the clown. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his Art. fucking name. Yes. A-R-T. Uh, Art the clown. Uh, that's like his first appearance. And then they did Terrifier because it was like the most popular segment of that one. And it was good. It was, it was very good. Like, is it like. You're not going to fucking put the artwork up on my wall kind of thing? No. Are you going to get an Arthur Clown tramp stamp over your avid tattoo? (laughs) But it it was fun, and so they made Terrifier, and then I was looking forward to Terrifier 2. Fun little independent movies, very enjoyable, good good for horror, good good scares, fun, bloody. I said fun a lot. I just keep saying fun. It's fun. Clowns are fun. Fun Fun, clown. Fun, 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 fun. So this is getting a sequel, but I guess there's COVID delays, and they were looking forward to releasing it. They actually, COVID was going to be in the movie, and they had to recast her. (laughs) Um, No, so real quick, because this is our fucking podcast, and we could talk about whatever. What did you think of Terrifier? The first one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the only one, really. Well, I mean, all housey. I liked it. I I was told to watch it by uh, Dogmaster Dan. Oh, well, that's a recommendation right there. Right? And I was like, all right, I'll check this out. I My only my only gripe with the movie, the inconsistency, like, is art is supernatural. Because remember that last time we had that chick hanging upside down and we had to saw her in half with that fucking hacksaw? Yep. That took hours, man. Yep. We were there for literal hours. He just does it in... Also, I thought it was kind of... Well, he went to clown school. We did not go to clown <laughs> Went school. to clown college. Yeah. We're just fucking freelance jack-offs. We're not licensed clowns so but you could still rent us for birthday parties (laughs) um also and then he just pulled a gun out and honestly that you know what i'll shut up about that part that was okay yeah but a lot of tits and boobies and blood it's fun all right uh then next up bloom house is fucking dude snatching up fucking ips and properties left and right what do they got this time uh they are doing a remake of firestarter the stephen king story okay Um, they've got zach efron uh signed on for a lead role as uh, Drew Barrymore, I don't think he's. I want to see starter. him walking around on his knees in a blonde <clears throat> wig. That's a fantasy I had. <clears throat> so the first Firestarter is that Prodigy song, yeah. It's <laughs> it's okay, Drew Barrymore. I want to say post ET. Fucking if not, it's like <clears throat> like right around there. You know what? If you nerds want to fucking bust our chops <clears throat> on that, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. But Blue Mouse is just fucking. <clears throat> grabbing up stuff to remake and things like that left and right. Um, if you were to ask me two years ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, fucking fire and all cylinders. Guys can do no wrong. But this is in a world that is post-Black Christmas. Yeah. Oh, my God. So how is this going to work? What are the 
I yeah. should have brought my Q-tips, you fucking IPA sniffer. <laughs> uh, moving on. <clears throat> oh, wait, no, no. Uh, continue. I have other bullshit. Uh, so, you know, like, I did not care for Bloomhouse's version, so to speak, of Black Christmas. It was not my cup of tea. It was not my preferred present, whatever you want to call it, that euphemism. Uh, it was... Um, Feminism, the movie. Now, as I say that, people are going to hear like, oh, what a fucking asshole. What a fucking... Misogynistic dog fucker. Yes. And while half that sentence is true, I am definitely not a fucking... Uh... Why'd your dog walk out of the room like a cowboy? <laughs> What's up with that, dude? I am not a misogynist. I don't even know how to massage people. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Hold on, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Upon request of a listener, I will be reducing my loud belches into the microphone this episode. So, let me get my obligatory. Go for it. That wasn't too bad. That was enjoyable. Oh goddamn, that was deep, deep cuts from the guts. Anyway, as I've we've we've cut this movie down before, so I'll just get through it really quick. Uh, This Black Christmas was a Black Christmas on namesake alone. Yes, exactly. Where the fuck? That's what pisses me off about it. Where the fuck is my Black Christmas movie where it's like they go shopping and they get locked in a fucking store and there's a killer? I'll take that. Right? This was just an empowerment for women. It, like, And that would have been fine. They should have called it something else. Hey, chicks can vote. That shit's cool. Yeah, but this was not Black Christmas at all. And that's what they sold it on. And oh, that's what pissed me off. So... Shame they called it Black Christmas. They're like, it's fucking person. Black Christmas. It's it's the new Black Christmas. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's at Christmas time. It involves women in a sorority and a killer. That's all that they fucking have in common. After that, though, it fucking completely just shits the bed. And and on top of it, it just really wasn't a fucking great movie. Did you hear about this other Bloomhouse movie they're doing? Um, So it's called Freaky. 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 Oh, is this the Freaky Friday thing? I th- So low-key, I think it is Freaky Friday, <laughs> but it's fucking Vince Vaughn, who is a nasty... I, see, I saw like a preview for it, and sometimes your boy Nachos likes to imbibe on the alcohol. And his brain don't work so good, so a twofer. Tinkies. Get that brain tonic in you, my dude. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to think this episode. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, yeah, so it's like some kind of... Down the hatch! Uh, yeah, it's some kind of you? Vince Vaughn... Ah. Um, Dilly Watson. I don't know. It looks funny as shit. It kind of looks like um, in what's the word? Kind of like a Happy Death Day. Uh, happy Death Day. The first one not so bad. <laughs> the second one hard to fucking follow. This episode is off the rails already. I watched. <laughs> Dude, let's get. We watched it together, sober, and, and then finished masters. it drunk, and still couldn't fucking follow. Yeah, Dogmaster Dan's house. Dude, I'll throw that. I'll throw that video up on Instagram. You guys, jackass wrestling around, dude. It's fucking too good. Oh too. yeah, I got, I got too much of the fucking confidence juice in me, and then I made him watch fucking uh, WrestleMania three, where fucking Hulk Hogan fucking <laughs> body slams Andre the Giant. I fucking, I get so jacked on that. I love that shit so much. Does that last a little bit for me? <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, Bloomhouse. Back to Bloomhouse. Um, I'm interested to see how this would turn out. I, I like the company overall. Uh, they've they've done me wrong a little bit, but they they're doing a lot right as well. So we're gonna see how this goes. Uh, mostly, I don't like cash grabs, and I don't like you fucking slapping a name on the on the side of something and, and selling me a piece of shit when you're like, no, this is gonna be a tasty turd. A turd's a turd. Um, other than that, 
Here Comes the Spooky is going to do a special series of episodes where my co-host will be Aaron Southworth from the Horrible Horror Podcast, and we are going to be doing a retrospective on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, TV show. So just want to kind of throw that out there. That's going to be coming up. We're looking forward to that. Nachos, not a big fan of Buffy. I genuinely know nothing. It's like if I walked into Fairmont Park in a conversation, everybody's just fucking speaking Spanish. I'll be like, Hablo el Taco Bello. <laughs> Seth Green's in it. He is in uh, later series seasons. I know. As Oz. Yeah, I don't trust me. He's a werewolf. Yeah, the ex made me watch it. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? I like it, but you'll find all that. So you'll find about all about that. Sorry. I'm a little over the place. Um, but we are really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to it. Aaron is as well. And it's a nice little mix-up from the, from him having to watch such terrible fucking horror movies. And then for me, obviously, doing a lot of the mainstream stuff. Just yeah, kinda... you know, like House of the Demon. Or <clears throat> Night of the Demon. Or, uh... oh, I can't say that on air. That's a, that's a, I'll when we go off our smoke break, dude, it's okay. good. All right, moving on. Uh, then... This is a very professional episode so far. Dude, Since we, we fucking... Ah, we're only like 13 minutes in. Uh, also, talking about horrible horror, they have a special episode our good up. friends? Our very good friends. They our have besties? a special episode up about Castlevania games. Hell yeah, dude. So they, if you don't know, Horrible Horror basically just does the worst of the worst in horror movies. These gluttons of punishment. But this time, they decided to have a little fun with an episode. They did a little bonus one where they talk about their... History with the Castlevania franchise, um, the first few games that were on Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and uh, and the and um, Symphony of the Night, which was on the PlayStation, and the Tiger handheld, <laughs> which I said that as a smartass, I didn't realize that was an actual fucking thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I think it's actually based off uh, two. Castlevania 2 is the tiger handheld. All right, so I love how Dracula's, like, standing on his balcony and fucking Belmont's all, like, going whip crazy. He's like, Belmont's, get the fuck out of my yard! <laughs> Jeez, Get Christ. off of my property! I just planted grass there! I planted those nah. annoying those annoying blood seed things, and fuck you! Get off of my lawn! So definitely check that out. Uh, it, it was a really good episode. I very much enjoyed it. And they talk about it with such passion and such gusto that it actually got me kind of jacked up to play some Castlevania for a while. You so know what? Like, I re- all I did last week. I re-downloaded for Symphony of the Night because I know Aaron's been um, just going crazy I did that. the same thing, dude. I did the same fucking thing. And, um, yeah, we started dicking around with that, uh... What's, what's the shit? Harmony of Dissonance. Or, That's right. Or, no, Despair. Harmony of Despair. Or Castlevania HD, which is a multiplayer Castlevania game on Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, and Xbox One. Yo, Microsoft don't give us money. We don't have to hype them that good. <laughs> so that was uh, that was very, very fun. And so definitely check that out. And then the last here, this is officially the spark. Spark. Spart. Start. Take of three. The, of the spooky season. Oh, yes. So what have you been watching? So the, those of you out there, if you've been watching anything, you know, let us know. Tag us in some posts and things like that. Um, but Nachos, how about you? You know, we watch horror movies all fucking year long. Yeah. But we ain't Halloween, no posers, motherfucker. October, it's obviously a special, special time for us. So I definitely kick it up a notch or two and usually have a few playing in the background. So how about you? What have you been watching so far? Actually, Slice, I started in September, but... Uh, so did I, hey, so did you I. you know what? That's every... Uh, big clanks, audio audio clanks. There we go. Uh, yeah, so... Whew. I've been doing spooky things. Not so much as like sitting at home. 
I actually spent a lot of time preparing this script, and it's not like you guys can tell because it's fucking terrible. I mean, it's going to be the best episode you ever fucking heard. Yeah, I've, uh, I've made nachos do last episode and this one. I, I pity fucked myself into this one. I was like, this poor guy does all this thing, so at least I could do this. Yep, if nachos picks the movie, nachos writes the script. Right, that's our new format we're doing, like, uh, if he... Well, especially in October, we gotta keep it spooky. Yeah, because you know I'll do the scripts for my movies, and we'll switch off on the uh, Hello Nasties, but not in October. We're just we're we're shooting from the hip, like you know most. Oh my God, I can I can the sinusy is coming. Here comes the sinusy. My sister podcast. All right, so October first, I I worked and uh, I pulled over on the side of the road on the way home from work and i drank a beer in the graveyard that's kind of spooky and probably illegal but i didn't fuck any corpses that you know of were you were the keys in the ignition maybe 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 it was illegal what's the proper response <laughs> um i'm not a cop i mean i had you the can sh- trust me. i had the shovel in my hand wink so wink different. finger gun Whoa. Oh, we're not going down that avenue. That's going to go bad real quick. <laughs> okay, so you've been watching anything uh, outside of what, what we do? I know that you do. He he does a uh, Trash to Peace Theater every, oh, every Wednesday. Oh, COVID Trash to Peace Theater with my good friend, uh, Vienna Vampiros. Vampiros. That's right, a.k.a. The Man O' Travels. Yeah. We watch, what the fuck did we watch, dude? We, you watched The Tribe. <laughs> we watched Lost Boys too because we fucking hate ourselves. Um, and then we got halfway through the movie, and he's like, let's watch Lost Boys 3. I was like, all right, deep cut nerd shit. In the background of uh, Lost Boys 2, they have a Johnny the Homicidal Maniac 3. Like, the, I'm a big fan of Joan of Vasquez's shit. I don't have to apologize for anything. So um, they have that poster in the background, and I was like, oh, my God, that's a Blade 3. And he's like, I've never seen Blade 3. And I lost my shit. I had a tirade. Cut to fucking texting me at 1030 at night. And he's like, hey, are you up? Yes. Can I borrow your Blade 3? Yes. I'll be over in 10 minutes. Cool. Bring cigarettes. I I sent the text. I'm already at his house. (laughs) And we had to explain to uh, Vienna. Vampiros. Yes. The fucking. And uh, that movie's woke as fuck. Yeah. But it was good. So that's. uh, So, okay. So that's what you've been doing. Well, I do COVID Trash or Peace Theater at least okay. once a week. Okay. We did Dark Shad. Okay, October specifically. I clearly asked the wrong person. Yes. Right. I don't remember things. Cool. So me then. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. What about you, pal? So Halloween season, we are going to do some Halloween movies. Uh, normally, I start with Halloween, but also on Halloween, I watch as many Halloween movies, you know, <clears throat> specifically the series as much as I can. Uh, so this time, I kind of I kind of flipped it up. I started with uh, Hell House LLC. Beautiful. The house is October built. Oh yes, dude. Yes. yes. The first one. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Second one. I not know those so much. horrible horror boys are huge fans of those franchises. <laughs> Have they done the Hell House movies? I know they not did. Not yet. I know they did House is October built. The first one. I'll just slide it in a mailbox with a five dollar bill on. That it. first one's a fucking banger. So I did all three. I'd seen the first one, uh, not several times, but a couple times. The second one's pretty good, but I the... actually liked the third one better than the second one. I just wish they had better than like the second one. It goes back kind of like a sort of a partial sequel, partial prequel. You know what? They should have a fan edit where they present themselves in like 
chronological like order. Like uh, when the it, Godfather does the Godfather epic. Attaboy. It's like a seven-hour-long chronological fucking version of Godfather 1 and 2 with new scenes. I got my wife real good one time. We used to do a thing where we'd be like, all right, you pick a movie today, and I'll pick a movie today. So I, I picked the fucking Godfather epic, which is, like I said, like fucking seven hours. Not really seven hours, but it's fucking like five hours long. It's Godfather 1 and 2, recut, chronological, with new fucking scenes added in. It is fucking long. Anyway, uh, so I did Hell House 1, 2, and 3. The third one I actually thought is, is really fun. I'd never seen that one before. You got to watch it. Did you watch it off of Shutter or Amazon? Uh, Shutter. Ah. Yes. So very cool. That one actually had some plot, and and kind of brought brought everything kind of you full kind circle, of which was the, neat. The Robert Kane dude, or yeah, and that was that was cool because the first one's very much just like spooky haunted house, found footage kind just of thing. Random shit going the on. The second two have a little bit of plot. The third one varies plot heavy. Oh goddamn right. Uh, house mm-hmm. October built was fun. I watched the new Babysitter. Yeah, uh-huh. what's your take on that, man? Dude, all right. So I actually liked it. I like the Babysitters. As They're you are goofy. currently babysitting. You can't babysit your own kids, and my wife hates it when I use that term. So, yes, I am babysitting. Though, well, I'm your buddy. Way. Am I not the babysitter stalker? <laughs> am I wrong? Come on. Um, so I watched two, um, or I watched two sets of Child haunted watching? house movies. Just yeah, watching children. I have a baby monitor here in the room with me. My wife's not feeling well tonight. Mrs. Cincinnati's a little under the weather. I have a baby monitor set up, but that's a different side hustle I'm working. Don't ask questions. So, anyway, this is going on way too long. <laughs> uh, babysitter, the movie. So then I watched the new Babysitter movie, um, and I really enjoyed it. Very Samara fun. Samara Weaving is a fucking smoke show, dude. Yes, and I was excited that she was in it. She had done new scenes, and I love that they brought back the fucking full old cast. That was great. Who's the your, dads who, got fucking extra screen time, which who, was very Who was your favorite fun. dude out of all that? Uh, so it was actually fucking shirtless dude. Honky shirtless dude. Cause I love legit. how fucking positive he is. He's just like, fuck yeah, dude, you got laid. I'm not even oh, fucking mad. Man, fuck yeah, As he's dying. Yes, dude. <laughs> uh, see that it's the classic scenario of the reoccurring theme of the night. Love, hate. I hate Cincinnati Jeff, but I love him. I love house of a thousand corpses, but I hate it too. Same with the babysitter. I liked it. No, so, but I just like seriously. I hate you. I, I was like, oh well. I'm. Okay. I, I was doing a theme, right? Haunted house movies, babysitter movies. So I watched uh, When a Stranger Calls, and oh. then I watched When a Stranger Calls Back. You know they made a remake, yeah. Yeah. I so I watched both When ah. a Stranger Calls, and then the sequel to the original When a Stranger Calls Back. So break this down for me. I'm a little rusty on this. The first one is that like Karen Kane. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I think she's adorable. Yes. But I like bug-eyed bitches, so whatever. You do. I actually really liked the remake. I thought it was very fun. Uh, but also, you're so rich, you have a fucking atrium in the middle of your house. But you're so rich, you have an atrium in the middle of your house. Right? I mean, it wasn't mad at it. it was just, so it's what's up thing. with the second one? Uh, how's that work? When a Stranger Calls Back? Yeah. Uh, homeboy released or gets out of jail. I was drunk. It happens. Uh, oh, I'm actually drawing a blank right now. This is no good. All right, well, you know, we're gonna take a quick smoke break and we'll be right back while I fucking remember where I this was. This is a professional episode. All right, we're back, and while Nachos is getting ready, so my apologies. When a stranger calls back, uh, I was you star sixty nine his ass, super fucking hammered. But it's got Carol fucking Kane and it. it's got Charles Durning back as the fucking detective. Who the fuck is that, dude? I don't. He's a man out of time. Who the fuck is that? He likes to fight crime. Who the fuck is that? Oh, he ain't no fool. Who the fuck is that? He hangs up with the pool. It's fucking Cable. Yeah. 
<laughs> so apologies for fucking not remembering every fucking uh, plot here. It's not uh, the best movie in the world, uh, but I have a lot uh, fucking running around up here, uh, which includes fucking all RPG games, fucking everything Castlevania. Cincinnati Jeff is a busy dude, and if you want to step to that, don't. Plus the fucking first three seasons of Buffy. I, I just fucking housed, so there's a lot going on. Anyway, definitely fucking check them out if you haven't. And now we're going to fucking move on. So, uh, when, where, Nachos was the first time you saw this movie. Okay, so... House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses. So, uh, way back in the day back, uh, the Atomic Scarecrow and I were following this because we heard Rob Zombie was going to make a fucking horror movie. Uh... Did I get it away from the microphone? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were following it. It was like 2000 and. 2000 it was just like oh my god this is gonna be awesome it's like a couple years went by it's like well maybe he got caught up in production or post a couple years went by it's just like nope a couple years went by it's just like rob zombie out of nowhere is releasing his own movie because he bought it from himself from universal because universal said no and um they said no No, that's what I said after I saw the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were following it, and then, like, it finally happened. Saw it in theaters, and uh, how about you, buddy? So, I uh, saw this in 2003 when it came out. I was very excited. I remember being at my girlfriend's house at the time in high school. How's Bogey, by the way? Right? <laughs> and um, they had the preview for it. Like, the original preview back in, like, 2000. Which I think was when this fucking movie like sorry, wrapped. Two thousand. You mean the in year, year two thousand? Thanks, Billy. I like silver chair. What are you oh, doing? No, it's Conan O'Brien. Oh, what are you doing? I'm fucking with this mic thing. I'll get it. It's slipping. Ow. Oh, okay. E- easy part. So well yeah, this is a very professional episode. All right, you're good. All right, and continue. So Can you hear me now. The movie didn't come out until 2003, so set on the shelf for a while. As Nacho said, fucking Rob Zombie had to like buy it. Permeated. The original trailer was really creepy, and it showed mostly scenes from the like late third act, like the finale, pretty much, like them underground, like Run Rabbit Run. Uh, yeah, it, like that was like audio over it, where like they were down and like those little fucking ghouls are grabbing them, like in the little blood lake thing in the underground, and it looked fucking tits. I was fucking super excited. We haven't even fucking done a scream or fucking like Nightmare on Elm Street. Right? Or fucking, fucking You got us fucking doing this piece ghoulies. of shit. But when it finally came, I remember seeing it, I was so excited because at that time I was fucking little goth kid. And now you're just a I saw it, goth I was like, kid. cool, this is gonna be awesome. And I finished it and I was like, so that's exactly what I wanted at the time. Please Wob Zombie, you catered exactly what I wanted. But uh Well, you'll you'll find out. This is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello, Hello Nasty list. Um, directed by Rob Zombie himself. Robert if, Zombie. If you don't know who he is, check him out. He was in White Zombie. Kind of cool. He does an amazing cover of I'm Your Boogeyman. <laughs> i actually a big fan of White Zombie. Yeah. Actually, I like Rob Zombie. I'm a big Hello Deluxe guy. I'm not mad at uh, his solo shit. Uh, I, I don't want to say you grow out of it, but you, you grow out of it. I still like Hellbilly Deluxe and can quote fucking Living Hell Andrew. Hell yeah, 
I'm the one. Okay, the Rob Zombie. Beast. Rob Zombie. I'll fucking straight up say it is spooky ad libs. Mm. Like, and he had uh, Super Beast uh, was on the soundtrack for fucking Twisted Metal Three. Oh, that's which, right. Back in the day, you could take those PlayStation games and pop them in and listen to the fucking soundtracks. Oh my god, dude, Nitrous Oxide. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. I remember that Christmas, my brother got the Limp Biscuit Three Dollar Bill Y'all album, and I got Twisted Metal Three for Christmas, and we would fucking flip flop back and forth. Well, you know what I got as, as for Christmas? Like CDs. I got touched by my uncle. <laughs> That's an amazing album. But uh, Rob Zombie, the director, you fucking know him from this movie and every other fucking movie he's done. The, the sequels to this, Through from Hell, Devil's Rejects, of course, the Halloween movies. So nothing really fancy there, nothing to really bring up. Just pretty much getting paid to remake the same movie. Yes. It's time to meet our don't know already we're a little drunk uh we were just having some fun before we even got fucking started so i think this episode's more for us this this movie and many of rob zombie's movies has a very fucking ensemble cast i mean he collects people from all over the place you can piss about his movies but goddamn, his casting bringing bringing older cats that haven't you know kind of like what uh, tarantino did to john travolta Except uh, without the foot fetish shit. Right. That's what Zombie does. And I will say that while Zombie clearly with these movies as well as the Hollywood movies, he is a fan of horror for sure, which is very, oh, very obvious. Yeah. I just don't think he fucking makes great horror movies, which is <sighs> He makes amazing music videos, but when oh, you yeah. have to grab it by the butt cheek and the, the mouth and stretch it out for an hour and a half, shut it down. So our first uh, up here, and there, like I said, there is a lot. I pretty much fucking have everybody in here. Uh, Sid Haig as Captain Spaulding. Rest in peace, Sid Haig, right. you amazing motherfucker. This guy was in tons of black exploitation movies in the 70s, as well as Jackie Brown. And a couple honky exploitations. Obviously, Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. He was in House of the Dead 2, Night of the Living Dead 3D. Oh, yeah. Hatchet 3. Oh, fuck yes. And Halloween uh, 2007, the Rob Zombie one. We also have Bill Mosley, plays Otis Driftwood. Bill Mosley from Killer Bong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, fucking, yes. I don't yeah. even have that on here because I knew you were going to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Probably one of my favorite Bill Mosley. The Horrible movies. Horror Boys favorite. Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Oh, where he looks like the villain kid from The Tick with the exposed brain. Also, check that episode out of theirs if you haven't. It's awesome because they Actually, had Actually, wait a couple months. They had a failure to communicate. <laughs> and they both Aaron shit the bed, they didn't dude. know who was fucking doing the script so then they fucking just had to do the whole thing fire from the fucking hip shooting from the hip uh, also in Night of the Living Dead 1990 That's which right. we did on this episode he played G- Johnny they're coming to get, get you Barbara and they're horny mm. Sherry Moon zombie as baby yeah uh, she is literally in all of her husband's movies with the exception of The Toolbox Murders by Toby Hooper you know what's up with that yeah so Toby saw, so she wasn't an actress before. Um, she well, she was an actress. She was just an exotic actress. She was a dancer, and oh, yeah. she tried to be a, a VJ on MTV, and she ended up following. Um, no shit. Rob Zombie ran on tour, and that's how they met. So he became a da- a cage dancer for her for his show. Wait, so you're trying to tell me Sherry was like, "Do you want a blowjob?" He's like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> you can suck on my nut, bag. And uh, so then she was in this. <laughs> I'll be blasting ropes. 
Okay. And and Toby Hooper, who's a friend of Rob Zombie. Uh, Are you trying to tell me Rob Zombie likes Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Right. Yeah. Shocker. So he asked her to be in this movie, and she was like, oh, I don't think so. But then I guess uh, it was like, oh, it's a personal favor. And so she was in it. Two Watch Murders is fun. No, it's like, you want to be a star, don't you? I guess, Rob. Um, Karen Black as Mother Firefly. Mama! Now, she is an easy writer, which is fucking fun. I've never seen Easy I've Rider. never seen it. I know. Man. I'm I'm that asshole here. Easy Rider is this movie that I only ever caught the ending the very first time, and there's a shotgun murder at the end, and then that's how it fucking... It's, that's how the first season of Venture credits, Brothers And ends. I was like, what did I just watch? So I had to research it, find out it was easier, I then watch the whole fucking movie. I'm like, this is actually fucking pretty fun. I mean, who's in that? Like, Dennis Hopper? And, uh, uh, is it uh, Nicholson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I... Our fucking motorcycle enthusiast, uh, you know, listeners are going to drag us behind their bikes for getting that one wrong. She's also in Trilogy of Chair, Trilogy of Chairs. Yes, Trilogy. Of- we already made this joke, man. <laughs> trilogy of Chairs. It's just like, God damn, we have so many chairs. Trilogy of Terror. Burnt Offerings. Uh, is that Wes Craven? Uh, no, that was like a 70s movie. It's like they move into a spooky house. Uh, the last- I might even say a spook house. The last know. horror film. With Joe Spinell. Oh, where he gets fucking uh, Bernard Duvers down with his mom. It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive, which Nachos fucking uh, loves. The It's Alive series. Yeah, boy. Dude, they're so dumb good. Children of the Corn 4. And a, here's another nod to here uh, the Horrible Horror podcast. Um, Curse of the 49er, or Miner's Massacre. Oh, shit. We should Karen... be on that episode. <laughs> so check out that episode if you want to hear Jaboys along with the uh, the uh, Horrible Horror guys as well. Getting shoey. We also have Chris Hardwick as Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, you mean the Nerdist? He was in Halloween 2, 2009, or Halloween the Ghost Pony. Uh, he was also the host of MTV's Trashed and Singled Out. He does the Wait, Talking Dead. Wait, did he do Dead. the Carmen Electra series or the Pamela Anderson series? Uh, or both. No, it was Carmen Electra and Jenny McCarthy. Uh, McCarthy. That's right, back before she was like, get your kids vaccinated or they're going to be dumber than nachos right. or whatever the fuck that goes. Aaron Daniels, uh, who plays Denise Willis, she is a St. Louis native. Oh, well, I was going to talk mad shit on her, but if she's repping the SDL. Yes. From Nelly. Louis native. Wait, where's Marshall to play the Ia, Ia? Oh! What's happening now? now? She was also in Chill Factor, One Hour Photo, and what? The Sitter, which is actually a comedy with Jonah Hill. Oh! There's a couple people on here who didn't have, like, super huge credits, so I just, I've got them listed, but skip over them. Like your mother. Jennifer Jostin plays Mary Knowles. Rain Wilson. You probably never heard of Plays him. Plays Bill Hudley. He was in The Rocker. I think that's about it, yeah. <laughs> Dwight from The Office. Uh, Dwight K. Schrute? Honestly, I wanted to make... Bears, s- Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> I wanted to make so many parallels to calling this, like, Schrute Farm and shit. And like, oh, and Mo shows up. Uh, but uh, I, I did not. Uh, Walton Goggins as Steve Nash. Do you remember him when he was on the fucking community when yeah. uh, when Pierce died and he was the guy like what what do you call that like the he was lo- the lawyer lawyer talker dude yeah that's the I'm sure that's the official you know that lawyer talker dude and the- I love this guy dude he's I see this such a face. wormy piece of shit and everything he's in but he's so fucking fun to watch he has great actor he's in the Predators and he has one of the worst but one of my he's favorite lines I'm not gonna say it but you. Sp- Base pack of cigarettes. It's just like, <laughs> whoa, Robert Rodriguez. What the fuck? But that's kind of funny. He was in Straw Dogs, the remake. 
Uh, is that the one with Cyclops? Yes. Yes. Which or is I actually mean... very close to the original, except the original, the rape scene comes off more like a porno. And in this, in the remake, it's very graphic. Also, Machete Kills, Django Unchained, or Django Unchained, and the D is silent, uh, The Hateful Eight, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. Yeah. Who the fuck does he play? He's the, I forget his fucking name, he's the dude who's trying to get the tech. Oh, that's right, because yeah. he might be a potential spinoff character. Because uh, ever... he's like, you got the underwash, dude? Come on, you know it's a fucking scam. Did you ever see Vice Principals on HBO? Yes. With fucking Danny McBride and like they're they're doing like some high school political bullshit. That or, was fucking great. And dude. then like they eat acid. I don't know. I'm a really big fan of fucking South Southbound and Down or Eastbound and Down. Yeah, I'm such a big fan. That's the I same can't dudes even get who did fucking... that did the principals right. Uh. Vice Principles, yeah. Yeah, is it Vice or Vice Principles? It's just called Vice. Isn't I think it? it's Vice. No, no, Vice has like old girl from my so-called life. Oh yeah, okay. So let's just edit all of this out. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, he's those, great. Those guys went on to do a fucking Halloween movie in 2018. Tom Towles uh, oh. plays Deputy George Wydell. You be my boy Cooper. Now this dude is Otis in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's right, and that's he's fucking great. That, that is that a movie. gross movie. Also in Night of the Living Dead, nineteen ninety, a movie we did. It's our boy Hooper. You yo yos, you fucking yo yos. Bit in the pendulum. Oh, for reals? With Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, that's a full moon movie, believe it and or that's, not. And uh, that's done by the same guy, uh, Stuart Gordon. That's, that's Stuart Gordon. Yes, movie. yes. Uh, he was in The Rock. I've never seen it dead serious. Not really? Even, not even being cute. And then also in Halloween 2007. For reals? Yep. Okay. Matthew McGorry as Tiny. Ha. Now, this is a uh, dude who's like known for like being like one of the biggest people in the world. He's big, and he's got, like, a his spine is shaped like a lightning bolt. Yes. Well, he was big. Yeah, respects. Uh, he was in The Dead Hate the Living. Reels? Men in Black 2. Oh, yeah. Big Fish? Yes, Big Fish. Constantine. And The Evil Within, which actually was a movie that came out after he died, but he was in that as well. I only know that video game. Robert Allen Mukes plays Rufus. Now, this guy... He has one of these faces that you see him all the time, but you can't quite pinpoint him. He's got one of those bodies that's just like fucking 6'8", built like a goddamn refrigerator with arms and legs. He was was a busboy in the original Friday the 13th at the diner. Are you fucking kidding me? That's serious. That that is like prehistoric deep cuts. Like you're going to summon up the the dragons. That is him, though. That is him. Oh, wow. But he's in like a ton of stuff, but he's he's got very like – just background, All over the board. side character kind of things. Usually no dialogue and things like that. But you see him, you're like, I know this guy. Uh, Dennis Fimple plays Grandpa Hugo. <laughs> I love Grandpa Hugo. He's great in this, but same same kind of fucking uh, um, um, resume. Uh, Harrison Young plays Don Willis. That's now, right. He's in um, Fish Brian. Fuckers from the Deep. Oh, yeah. Humanoids from the Deep. Man, no, straight up. Also in Children of the Corn 4 with Karen Black. And he's... I love this. This is why it was. This is why he got listed on here. He is Elvis's roommate in Bubba Hotep. No way. You mean BC? I love Bubba Hotep. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fun movie. William Bassett plays Sheriff Frank Houston. Again, one of those guys you see all the time, but you're not quite sure we can pin. Zombies him. good at that shit. Yeah, like bringing a second, breathing second life into careers. Erwin Keys plays Ravielli. 
And then Michael J. Pollard, who ah. plays Stucky in Sleepaway Camp 3. He was also, he also, uh, what's his name in Sleepaway Camp 3? Is it Harold? Howard? I think it's Michael. It starts with an H, I want to say. He plays the he plays the same named character in um, Scrooged with... The Bill, fucking little idiot with the watch? With Bill Murray. Yeah, the one who dies. Wow. Yep. Man, maybe we should do Scrooge for Christmas. I love Scrooge. All right, so let's just on air agree. Let's do Scrooge for Christmas. Absolutely. Because that's so, like, it's a Christmas movie, but it's kind of fucking movie. horror movie. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's the night nobody came home. So this what was... the fuck is that? What is it? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Talking a bit. So this was released in April 2003. We usually complain on this series, on this show, that there was there aren't any great uh, modern-day horror movies. But I got to say, it was a fucking red-letter year for fucking horror movies in 2003. We what, had the remake we... of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was okay. The first Wrong Turn. Oh, capital. Love that fucking movie. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Darkness Falls. Yeah, I only saw that movie seven times in theaters, so. Uh, I... Darkness Falls was really good. Yeah. PG-13 also. Yes, but very fucking scary. Right? Identity. Uh, Gothica. Uh, I like... Fuck Gothica. I like Identity and Gothica. I know you are not a Gothica fan. Identity's dope, though. Beyond Reanimator. Mm, it's fun. Final Destination 2. Ooh, I, I'd say the better. The best of the... Fr- uh, uh. I give it to five. Oh, yeah, the last one? That was really good. Because I love the way they bring it back. Shit. Three, uh, just how you, because on DVD or Blu-ray, you have the Choose Your Own Adventure Avenue, which is That dope. is fun. That is a fun little fucking special we, feature. We got to do that whenever um, we can live in the world again. Let's have a little gathering. And- I'm down with that. All right. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, so how to watch this. This movie is everywhere. Everywhere. There are multiple DVD Blu-ray releases. We gave away a digital copy of the Rob Zombie Trilogy set, which you can now buy at Walmart. It's like 12 bucks on Blu-ray. You Who get... won that? Uh, Sarah Samples won that. The First Lady of Horror? Yep. First oh. Lady of Horror. Horror. Uh. It's streaming constantly on Netflix as well as other like. It's platforms. on Tubi straight up. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it hops back and forth between Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all the fucking time. This movie's always around. It's very fucking easy to find. So if you've never seen it, now's your chance to fucking watch it, no problem. Fair enough. So, all right, buddy, you ready to horse around with some maniacs? Yeah, let's do it, boy. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. This <clears throat> is another Nacho-centric episode because Nachos picked the movie. So, Nachos, take us away, buddy. All right, gang. So, this is gonna. This episode is brought to you in Sloro Vision, 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 <laughs> or Sloroscope. All right, House of One Thousand Corpses. Our evening begins with a commercial break. <clears throat> See, that's a great start. I got four words in. Already fucked that up. Our evening begins with a commercial break from everybody's second favorite werewolf Dracula monster masked whore host, Dr. Wolfenstein. Personally, I prefer Dr. Wolfula and Goulash, but to each their own. We get an ad from a local sponsor, Captain Spaulding. Now, hold on. I've played Wolfenstein. I've never seen Doctor in there. I've seen Mecha Hitler. I said Wolfenstein. Is it not the same? No. I Distant cut. Is it, like, you know, East versus West Germany kind of thing? Uh, it's like cunt opposed to UK cunt. Depends on which side of the Berlin Wall you fall on. I got you. All right, go ahead. Or it falls on you. Um, <laughs> so is this, uh, he's the, he's the uh, uh, Vincent. Horror host. Vincent of the. Uh, Vincent Asante. No, uh, um, 
from uh, Fright Night. For real. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter but Vincent. He hams it up. He's a little more on the uh, spagoolie spectrum. Yeah. Kind of, or spin, spin ghoulie. Let's call him Titless Elvira. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, we can. All right, old Titless Elvira. <laughs> All right, so we get an ad from our local sponsor, Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters Madman, which also doubles as a fried chicken gas station. Do you have Do you have this? Oh, uh, no, th- uh, read it for me, dude. All right, hold on. I'm pulling it up right now because I fucking love... Can you, can you bring me a Sid Hag real quick? Love this. Look, can you bring me... Howdy, folks. You like blood, violence, freaks of nature? Well, then come on down to Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madman. See the alligator boy. Ride my famous murder ride. Most of all, don't forget to take some of, some of my tasty fried chicken. <laughs> it just tastes so damn good. Bok, 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 bok. Uh, hey, Sid Hag, have you seen Cincinnati Jeff? Because uh, I need him to co-host this episode with me. All right. What a great fucking commercial. Oh, just... <clears throat> so we'll get to this. All right. In case you were wondering, a fried chicken gas station is the last gas station out in the sticks so far from civilization to make their own fried chicken because there are a bunch of fast food joints out there. So the last this... gas station on the left. Exactly. This is that. So we cut to a giant roadside attraction billboard for Captain Spaulding's Museum of Drink Every Time I Say Monsters. <clears throat> Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madmen with autos, meat pies, fried chicken, and gasoline. And if there was... Oh, it even has his own murder ride. My God, Captain Spaulding, you are running the fucking Midwest Monopoly. I love while they're driving here in this scene, too, because you get that fucking sign that you occasionally see when you're fucking driving where it's like, if you lived here, you'd be home by now. (laughs) Oh, actually, I had a whole cynical bit about that that I uh, erased because it was a little too mean. (laughs) But it's just... You do see... like we, we You know the whole shtick with that. Yeah. It's if you bought a house in that area, you would be living there right now. That's yeah. It's I think the sign speaks for itself, but yeah. I don't know. It's very cryptic. Go on. I think the S is a swastika. I'm not fucking with that, dude. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Inside Captain Spaulding and his buddy Stucky are chit chatting about not being able to sell personalized pornography. And the simple fellow who hangs out at Molly's fruit stand, whose hobbies include fiercely masturbating, jamming pencils into his eyeballs, and rehoming Planet of the Apes action figure, Mecco Dolls, up his motherfucking butt! I love it. He's like, you had to fucking take him to the hospital. He's got fucking Dr. Zayas fucking halfway cramped up his you, you, ass. You know what? I think it's a little cliched. <laughs> if you're talking Planet of the Apes, you say Dr. Zayas. <laughs> You could be like bright eyes. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Dude, every time I hear Dr. Zayas, all of fucking... Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Yes, the Simpsons. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dude, remember... Whoa, Dr. Zayas. From chimpanzee... Or chimpanzee to to chimpanzee. chimpanzee. (laughs) You won't make a monkey out of me. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dude, I love that Simpsons episode so much, dude. Steiger and I had the same uh, uh, gym, gym, you know, know, phys ed with, with fucking Dr. Eshman, and... Jake called him fucking Dr. Zayas and he lost his shit. Like he grabbed Jake, you know, all five, three of my favorite Polish friend and fucking shot, put him across the gym and he got a three pointer. Oh, Eshman's fucking huge. And, uh, one of the coolest dudes ever, 
He's a damn dirty ape for sure, dude. He's a big fucking just gorilla of a fucking a destroyer, white guy. a destroyer of a man. Yeah, <clears throat> he's giant. Anyway, uh, yeah, just uh, yeah. You hear Doctor Zayas? I instantly you fucking go not. Simpsons, dude. See, we got some fucking high school deep cuts on you. <laughs> All right, so Stucky ducks out to use the restroom, and the front door explodes. Uh, hold on. First up, he's begging to use the fucking restroom, and fucking. Captain Spaulding gives him the uh, fucking restroom If you jam any cube. paper towels with that, what, do I got and he's on like, my beard? He's like, look, don't fucking fuck up my bathroom. And, like, as you go to, like, a like a roadside bathroom, if you've ever been to, like, you know, back in the day, they'd have, like, a key attached to, like, a fucking, like, hubcap or something, like, massive that you couldn't fucking So you're fucking gonna lose. get it back. This is attached to a fucking fake severed monster hand. <laughs> That's right, and, he and says, he's like got the other one. He's using it to scratch his back with it. All right, so let's take a second to talk about Captain Motherfucking Spaulding, Sid Hag, rest in peace. This dude is the continental clown of another awesome c word, uh, coolness. Ha ha. There we go. <laughs> uh, so, dude, Sid Hag is just chewing the scenery. And speaking of the fucking scenery, there's so much of it. It's like he's got the best lines in this too. All right, I'm going to throw it on over to Cincinnati Jeff while I make wiener water. Go for it. All right. So Sid Hag, uh, as you'll uh, eventually find out, isn't in this movie a whole, whole bunch. But this first 10, 12 minutes is just fucking super enjoyable. And he has just some of the best lines. And I just love the way that he's fucking doing it. So as Nacho's uh, left off, Stucky goes to use the bathroom as the front door explodes and opens up as two masked men waving guns around enter the museum. They're not really looking for some fried chicken. And this is where it's so funny because one dude has like a legit ski mask on. The other one is wearing a fucking monkey mask that barely covers his face. He looks like everybody right now during the COVID pandemic who can't figure out how to wear like face masks that are sized to their giant fucking domes. So it's like you kind of kind of move it up to cover your nose, but that now it's showing your mouth, and you got to move it down to cover your mouth, but fucking your nose is exposed kind of thing. This is what this fucking monkey mask looks like. It's the smallest of children's sizes fucking monkey mask covering this dude's face. Did you order Uber Eats? Because I think somebody just delivered some nachos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were talking about... Uh... So they just busted in. Go ahead. <laughs> Little dick wick. You All got right. it back. You got it back. All right. Is that pee or water? Yes. All right, so... I didn't smell check. It's water. Yeah, so the fucking robbers explode because everybody explodes. Nobody walks through a door in this fucking movie. All right, so uh, robber number two tells Spaulding that if he moves, he's going to blast a hole the size of a Kansas City watermelon through his ugly-ass bozo face. I don't know what that means. I mean, I get it, but I've never seen a Kansas City watermelon. I, I have family in Kansas City, and I'll straight up say there is nothing significantly remarkable about the size of a Kansas City watermelon, so what the fuck is this idiot talking about? All right, robber number one, a.k.a. Killer... You guys are dancing around like a bunch of Kansas City f- watermelons. Cigarettes. <laughs> Tomacco. No. <laughs> All right. And I, I I take a lot of lines from these movies because they're so good. Do you want to do a back and forth on this? I'll, oh, Sid Hanks is the best. I'll read Robber number one and you read Spaulding. Can All you right, see go, it? Yep, there? go for it. All right, Pippi, hand over the cash box and I might leave your brain inside your skull. Well, I tell you what, Ski King. Why don't you just take your mama home some chicken and then I want her to stuff my boot all up in your ass. <laughs> 
Dude, the dialogue in this fucking intro alone is... Oh, Sid Higgins the fucking best, dude. I think, yes. Oh, oh, um, Robber number two retrieves Stucky out of the restroom, but Stucky says he knows him from the hardware store. His name is, in fact, Richard Wick, and everybody used to make fun of him by calling him... Little Dick Wick. Played with his prick. Don't the smell just make you sick? Dick takes. <laughs> stop his, it! Sick that! Sing that song. Takes his fucking mask off and tells him to stop singing because he hates it. Man, oh yeah. Uh, this child-sized fucking glorified eye patch. Because <laughs> uh, uh, he hates the song. This robbery is running as smoothly as the presidential debates. <laughs> the only difference is there's two clowns behind the podiums. That My are not- God! Here comes Bernie Sanders with the steel chair. Oh, you're stopping on my line, dude. Oh, good. sorry. Uh, there were two clowns behind the podium that night, and just one behind the gas station counter. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Hold on, hold on. I have that. I have that. Uh. <laughs> Slow on the buttons tonight. That's all right. Like everything else. Well, all right, all right. Everybody starts screaming at each other when Ravielli, the big ghoulish dude from earlier that we saw for a second, uh, crashes through. That's right. Doesn't fucking casually walk through the door. Crashes through the door and smashes or smacks down robber number one, whose name is Killer Carl. Yeah, and he's fucking wearing, like, the hat from <laughs> fucking Thunderdome, dude. Like, what is that fucking, like, helmet that he's got on? This fucking oversized big boy. That's actually a leftover from a Rob Zombie video. Is I don't know if that's factual, but we'll run with it. So he fucking comes in alpha dick and slams a sledgehammer down on Killer Carl's ski-kinged-ass face. Uh, where did I leave off? Oh, I have hit him with a sledgehammer at the nugget. Um, Spalding pulls out a revolver and shoots Dick Wick in the face and gets a big old <laughs> snort of gun smoke as Ravelli starts laughing like a giant fucking ghoul because he is in fact a giant fucking ghoul. Spalding walks over to Killer Carl. <clears throat> I love this part. Killer Carl's down body and shoots him in the face. Not once, not twice, but thrice. He goes, first off, what does he say? Fuck your face or something like that. What is it? I didn't write it because... First off, yeah, it's like, it's fuck like, your face. Fuck you. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I, that was fuck your face. Damn, I can't remember. But I know the punchline. Goddamn motherfucker got blood all over my best clown suit. <laughs> we are two pages, just that, into a nine-page script. Intro, the title card. We are treated to autopsy footage and old Halloween decorations and be real, shot and negative. All while the Rob Ugh. Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses song plays in the background. That is playing in my car right now. This is Dead the seriously. start of this, like, B-footage off. Like, what do I have them as? I have them as, like, insert cuts. Yeah, at least negatives. Spooky insert shots. Yeah. So, oh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm not there yet. I have a thing about that. But, uh. Go ahead. Big swigs. Take it away. Clank. Clanky. Clank, clank. All right, yeah. Did you hear that, fuckers? All right. All right. We're, uh, a car rolls down a dark highway, and inside, we are introduced to our gang of precocious teens. Jerry, Bill, Mary, and Denise. I'm just kidding. These kids straight up suck. <laughs> Jerry K. Shrewd. Bill's cool. Jerry. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Jerry K. Schrute turns to the Nerdist and asks him how much money he dropped into the tank. No, Bill. His name's Bill. Jerry's Chris Hardwick. Oh, fuck. See, yeah, that's the whole thing I was talking about. Okay, I didn't get that one, but feel free to school me at any point throughout the episode. You got the names mixed up there. It happens a lot. That's why we got to watch these with subtitles, and sometimes they even fuck it up. 
Well, I'm blaming Bill it. turns to Jerry. That's right. And gives him shit because he's like, hey, Jerry, how much fucking gas did you put in the fucking tank? I'm fucking running low already. Since and he's it, like, I don't know, two, three bucks. But in 1977, that's big boy money. Uh, realistically, this is the relationship Cincinnati Jeff and I have. Uh, <clears throat> Cincinnati Jeff being Bill and me being Jerry. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> I mean, I, I got through it a bunch of times. All right, so they start bickering like an old married couple, and you'll notice a theme with these characters in this movie. They're horrible people, and they bicker constantly, complain, and piss, and moan. Oh, pretty much what I'm going to do this entire review, (laughs) but uh, the only difference is they got fucking paid. So, the uh, anyway, the scamps cross... cross a billboard for Captain Spaulding's fried chicken, gasoline, so... And Monster Murder Men Museum. And and the fucking murder ride. Uh, So, problem solved. Also, there's another billboard for the... Okay, it was that stupid bit I was getting into. Yeah, the fucking... If you you were lived here, you'd already be home by now. Shut it down. All right, we get a brief insert of spooky negative footage, and I... I get real tired of these I hope they don't... Bug ya because the movie is fucking lousy with them. But you know what? Let's make a little drinking game out of this. So for our listeners at home, our listen our listeners operating heavy machinery, yes. let's take a drink every time a little insert pops for up. For those of you at work at hospitals. That's right. Neurosurgeons. Take a drink every time this fucking B-roll negative footage is intersected into the movie. Is that where? Pretty much, but this is the random one, not if it actually correlates with the story. Okay. So. And how many did you count to about 15 jesus how many can i count to oh about 15 Uh, (laughs) all right spooky insert shots blah 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 so back to our movie the two guys are gassing up at captain spaulding's quickie mart of terror jerry i fixed it comes bolting out flipping shit and screaming you gotta see this it's boss insert shot number three number three already are the dogs dreaming your, behind me? Your dog is having a fit. Riley. Riley. He's dreaming we were wishing... Or he's wishing we were better watching a better movie. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Jerry... Okay. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jerry slams his screaming face against the backseat window, really waking up his boo thing, Denise. And honestly, it, I, if I fuck up these chicks' names, it doesn't matter. This was matter fun because they're like, interchangeable. He comes out and he's like, Bill... You gotta fucking see this shit. It's so fucking cool. And he's how like, boss is it? Like, is it fucking wake up the chicks, boss? And he's like, yeah. Boom. So we then Halloween decoration negative thing. Cool. Oh shit, was that a baby monitor? We're good. Why is she doing backflips? Is that normal? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Bill slams his face on the fucking window and just wakes them up rudely. Not fucking cool. Screaming eggs and bakey. Um. <laughs> The gang goes to snoop around the old haunted gas station and search for clues as they run to Captain Spaulding, who may or may not be cleaning up some of Killer Carl's freight, uh, face fruit punch off the floor. Hey, you know this is touchscreen. You can just move your finger up. <laughs> no, I'm like You fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I tried it a couple times, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what's funny is mine actually is. No oh, shit. Oh. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, anyway. well, that helped. <laughs> oh, no, you ruined it. Um, So, Captain Spaulding is it. fucking legit, 
like now like half in clown costume still in makeup cleaning up fucking blood in like a fucking bloody mop bucket as these people are just fucking walking in like it's no big deal and he's like, I'm just going to finish this fucking up. Just clean up this fucking blood. So I think the, the majority of this movie takes place in Ruggsville, Tech, uh, Ruggsville Texas. Yeah, where, where, did they, where did they shoot um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Cousin fucker Texas. <laughs> also Ruggsville, Texas. I would not be surprised. All right. Um, see, I, I my line. Uh, Bill goes up to Spaulding and starts asking him all sorts of questions about. Uh... Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> got to get that dick out of my mouth real quick. Uh, about one of these, oh, his one-stop gasoline fried chicken murder ride shop. We find out that uh, Bill and the gang are. I love Captain Spaulding. Sorry to cut oh, you. No, I please, Captain please, Spaulding. Please. I left these open just for you to chime in with us. When dialogue. he fucking when they walk in, he's like, "Well, shit the bed." Howdy, folks. Come on in. Well, I can see by those fancy britches and sassy hairdos that y'all ain't from around here. So where are you from? I'm sorry. Didn't catch that. Ah, I see. And y'all must be mutes because you wouldn't be fucking with me now, would you? <laughs> I, okay, I don't know if that was in my version or if I was just balls deep in taking notes, but that did not register. I fucking love everything he has to say. Uh, he's a fucking blast. All right, so... um. Bill, I, my notes are flopped, comes up and he starts asking uh, Captain Spaulding all these jackassy questions That's kind Bill. of shit. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's, they start uh, clowning around and he was like, oh, when did you start running this attraction? He's like, well, whenever my daddy passed, so whenever the Duke took the Oscar. and uh, Which talking- he got for, I want to say True Grit. It was, it was True Grit. It was his only Oscar. Because it's the callback to that line later or vice versa. But uh, I kind of got some beef with uh, John Wayne. I don't think he's this awesome American hero that everybody fucking spazzes about because the dude's a draft dodger. Um, so I'm I'm being a lot kinder than my notes. <laughs> okay, I don't think the dude was an American hero. He was a draft dodger coward. Uh, but to be fair, instead of getting his dick blown off by the Germans, he got his dick sucked off by a German actress instead. So uh, I'll fucking side with the Duke on that one. But uh, no, for real, dude shouldn't be going around acting like he was the fucking, you know, Captain America deluxe kind of thing. That's that's kind of fucked up. To me. I like how pissy uh, Captain Spaulding gets to during these questions. He's like, oh, y'all just come around here. I have that verbatim. Do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you, do you want to No, read? go for it. No, I'm not being a, a jerk. Anyway, Spaulding doesn't take kindly to the way uh, Bill is asking these jackassy questions and seems like he's about to start fucking these kids up with this whole, oh, y'all think us country folk grew up funny like, don't you? Yeah, we'll sail up the mule, mall, slime some grits. I gotta get me some education. Yuck, yuck, yeah, assholes. Then he starts laughing. He's like, got him. <laughs> got him. Uh, pretty much all of Captain Spaulding's dialogue is the best. Oh, insert shot number four. So I will say, Sid Haig fucking steals the show. Drink to that. Indeed. All right. The gang finds out about Spaulding's murder ride and gets fucking hyped. Well, Jerry and Bill do. The chick's pretty... Mostly m- Jerry. Jerry especially. The Nachos McWerewolf of this fucking movie. <laughs> Shut up, fish boy. Oh, wow. That's, uh... Is that our Halloween costume for next year? Uh, together. Yes. Yeah. Leave those gals in the car. <laughs> um, yeah, these chicks, their girlfriends fucking suck. 
they are straight up fuddy duddies, and they are hardcore bitches. The majority of the film. So what what Nacho's uh, missed here was that uh, Bill and Jerry are on a road trip across oh. country to write basically like an almanac or a guide to all these like uh, back back backwoods road, back road tourist attractions attractions that you don't see off tourist the fucking, Tom Atkins. Yeah. Tourist Tom Atkins that you don't see off like the interstates. These are off the old like Route 66 highways and things like that. In 77 that. you would need a book for this. Yes. Now, opposed to just typing this shit into Google. So like Bill's like actually trying to gather information. He's like no I'm legitimately fucking interested. This is cool. I like I want to write about this. And it's it's very neat and it's it's very disarming as as the scene plays on because Captain Spaulding is very interested you know, he's kind of fucking around, but he's interested. Well, he's got to sell his ticket. He's giving know? them information about the whole place and things like that. And that's what's really cool I had about that it. to extent. Um, all right. So, I'm not going to lie. Jerry is pretty fucking obnoxious. And that's coming from a very fucking obnoxious dude. Chris Hardwick is fucking obnoxious in general. Right. All right. So, okay, yeah, they're on the murder right now. And this, the, it's this, this fucking corridor. It's almost, it's like... A fucking carnival haunted house ride, but with actual factual fucking murderers. It's a roller coaster that doesn't put. It's getting pushed by ravioli or whatever. Getting (laughs) pushed by the fucking busboy from Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, that's fucking yeah, dude. Oh my god. And like he has to physically push and then stop them at each fucking attraction. I mean, because Captain Spaulding is paying for the grease for the chicken, not for the tracks. And you got you got all the killers. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um. This is this is just out of nowhere. This stupid little exchange. Jerry's like, "What does he do? He fucking stands up. He's like, fuck yeah!" And then Spaulding's like, "Plant your ass down, boy!" And Jerry's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, Captain Spaulding. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was really fucking funny. You know what's even worse? I just tried. Don't to, get rowdy on this ride. I just tried to fucking scroll up with my thumb on the monitor. <laughs> you fucking you asshole. First stop on the murder <clears throat> murder ride, we find out the infamous Albert Fisk and what he used to do for fun." stick needles into his male swimsuit area and on death row he shorted out the electric chair twice stick it into his big jersey ronnie yikers all right next stop ed gain aka mommy's little butt nut his hobbies no no they, they stop at lizzie borden first they don't make a full stop they talk about her 30 wax with the wet noodle bart okay well fuck i don't remember that no that's, i'm paraphrasing that's, that's... When, um, um, oh, what's the fucking nerdy, stupid kid from, uh, The Simpsons? Um, a smart kid who also gets the pool. Mel, 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 Mel Marvin? Mel? Ma- um, damn, no, we so should close. know this. We, yeah, we're, we're losing up here. so much cred. Yeah. Here, pause it, we'll think of it. No, we gotta fucking figure it out. Uh, Martin. 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 It's Martin. God, we suck. Anyway, there's a scene where like, yeah, you Bart, you get to be with Martin in our in our show and tell version of uh Lizzie Borden. And he's like, 30 wax of the wet noodle, Bart. And he's like dressed up as fucking Lizzie Borden. He's got a fucking fire axe like Dude. in the fucking fourth grade room for no reason. Straight up your dogs are uh turning cultivating this into the CNC fart factory. So anyway, I'm sorry. so they stop at Lizzie uh, Borden. Yeah. Then they get to uh, Ed Gein, Mommy's little butt nut. Hobbies include arcs and crafts with human leather and honestly Nipple belts, a little tad gaudy. It's called fashion, Eddie. Look it up. And last but not least, the final stop on the murder ride, S. Quentin Quayle, a.k.a. Dr. Satan. Dr. Quayle. Uh, 
Quentin Quayle was a surgeon at the local funny farm. Figured through primitive brain surgery, one might be able to make a race of superhumans out of the mentally ill. The town folks, town folks weren't in love with that. The town forks? Town folks. The town folks uh, weren't in love with that, so uh, they took his ass out and they motherfucking hood hung him vigilante mob style. The tree they hung him in is only a stone's throw away from where your ass is currently seating. They never found the body, so who knows? Maybe he lives next to you! Yeah, because they're like, uh, they hung him, and they went to go back to the body, and it was gone. Alright, so I didn't count any of the inserts during this, because they're they're part of the story. Right. They also, eat my shit. Okay. So. Alright, so Jerry explodes through the gate of the murder I'd screaming about... How he might live next door to you. It's funny that you bring it up that they're like us because when Jerry fucking busts out, I legitimately was like, I, just say it, just say I can totally see us acting the exact fucking same way. Dude, you don't have to play it up for your check. And then you kicked me in the ass. It's like, thank you. <laughs> I mean, just he, he came out fucking super stoked and fucking Bill's like, uh, it, was, it was all right. The chicks were just kind of pissing him on. I, I literally thought to myself, this is nachos and me. <laughs> Right here. So it's very fucking Nachos and on. Ooh. Okay, straight up. Uh, what is it? It's Denise. Just like, I need to call my dad. D-nice. D-nice. That's, that's how I remember to type her name. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Both Phonetically. Of, both of these chicks look like somebody had a squirt gun, like, just on set and squirted them in the face with cat piss. They both look so similar They're that. Like, What's a brunette? One is an Auburn. Doing the notes, I'm like, which one died? which one which which Sorry, one is Nick. this it's uh it's a big pain in the ass but yeah she's like i got a quarter i'm gonna call my dad real uh, quick. dude a quarter no uh that would be like jamming a five dollar bill into a payphone in 1977 she had like a nickel she's got to call her pops she put a diamond and got a nickel back cut to the back lot at universal studios <clears throat> i mean a suburban neighborhood and on Halloween, I'm sorry, the day before Halloween in the 1970s, Dennis's dad, Donnie Willis, picks up the phone, and this guy looks like his name should be Joe Everydad. <laughs> <laughs> she explains why they're behind schedule and that the gang popped up at Captain Spaulding's blah, 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 and but she'll be home in a little bit. Fun fact, it's not actually Halloween. They're letting kids trick-or-treat the day before because it's a weekend. Yeah, you know, because that's super fucking important. You ain't wrong. We... So yes. this is on the back lot of Universal Straight Studios. up, you can see the monster's house. Yep. Uh, so and Cougar Town. This is um, the, they Rob Zombie used pretty much everybody that's in the movie as extras, like parents leading them around. So like you can see Sherry Moon Zombie and like Bill Mosley. Push that stroller. Like yeah, like leading kids around. Yeah, Sherry Moon Zombie's fucking like pushing the stroller and stuff. Like you can clearly fucking make them out too. Also, um, I think a huge factor was before he had to do the reshoots or whatever. He's just like. Let me do as universal much as I universal can. So you'll notice already... throughout the entire movie, it's universal this, that, and the other thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big universal monster fan. Ask Vienna, uh, Vienna Vampiros. Dracula's daughter sucked. Speaking of which, did you know that Walmart has special editions of their collections for the Universal Mommers? And the little slip cover that goes over the DVD case is all glow in the dark this year. So I'm going to cut it off and insert it as the actual cover. It's no, cool. but I'll check it out, dude. It's cool. Anyway, back Ugh. to the uh, movie here. Yeah, so they had to do a bunch of extra shots. That So Bill, or they, uh, Rob Zombie used a bunch of different extras. 
uh, or sorry, use the main cast as extras. So there's a newsreel that was playing about Breaking some Breaking news. You just said this. Uh, no, about oh, some Bill missing Mosley. about some missing Ooh, uh, cheerleaders. As I call them, the uh rut f- the the town they're in. The Ra Ra Five. People have checked out of this episode already. <laughs> they're like what? Bill Mosley is he's he's in newscaster disguise, but it's Bill Mosley. How like, could you tell? Because fucking... it sounds just like Bill fucking Mosley, dude. He, Bill Mosley sounds like Bill Mosley. He's Hey, the hey, fucking man. David Hater of fucking Halloween, like or Halloween movies, of fucking horror movies. All right, now back to the gas station. Jerry, this is when I got the names right. Jerry is bugging Spalding for a map to the tree where they supposedly hung Doctor Satan. He draws the map, hands him a bag of complimentary chicken. I love that he's like, "Here's your map. Don't forget your chicken. Now get the Don't fuck out. Don't let the door hit you on your ass on the way out." <laughs> Spooky insert shot number five. Gold. I'm out of beer. I have to get some more. You ain't running this shit. Go get it, buddy. You got it. Keep going. I'll take a bunch of whatever the fuck. The gang is now headed down a rainy road while the girls do nothing but piss and moan. Like a Rain Wilson road? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I love the man, but he's just marbles in the head. (laughs) So these chicks just consistently piss and moan this movie. Um, I made a drinking, if, if I would have made a drinking game about them pissing and moaning, we'd be fucking dead by now. And no, I'm not being sexist or anything, but Rob Zombie writes lady characters is about as good as Vance Gilligan. You know, the dude from Breaking Bad. Uh, no, seriously, 95% of the ladies on that show were the fucking worst. Uh, so anyway, in the distance, we find a hitchhiker. They decide to pick her up. Luckily, our new... Our new friend, the hitchhiker, lives right down the road, which is conveniently right next to the tree. The fuck was that? Dude, Cincinnati Jeff just farted from the other room, and it sounded like a baby elephant horn. Um, yeah, so they, they uh, <laughs> baby firefly lives right next to the tree. Insert shot, spooky shot number six. So drink at home. As they're rolling along the rain-slicked road, I shit you not, a bear jumps out of the woods with a pump-action shotgun and blows the tire out. They pull over to suss the damage, and it's not a big deal because they have a spare. Well, they did. The only problem is that the spare didn't make it into the trunk. Oops-a-doodle! Baby, the hitchhiker, tells her that her bruin, <clears throat> I mean brother, has a tow truck and can get them out in a jiffy. Bill, sorry, I'm still fucked up on my notes. Um, Bill and Baby run into the house where Jerry, oh, <clears throat> god damn, I apologize our loyal listeners. Bill and Baby run into the house run to the house of a thousand corpses while Jerry and these sour snatch kids hang out in the car. Get it? Because they're chicks and they're salty and all the whole time. A radio report comes on about the Rugsville five insert shot. Number seven. This movie is relentless. It's a clip of a uh, baby doing spooky things and doing her uh, horrible cackle. Which is probably the second worst cackle you're going to hear tonight. <laughs> you motherfucker. Just saying. I do. I, I cackle like the all the girls on Designing Women. All right. Uh-oh. All right. Sorry, I'm back. 
Okay, kitties, we finally cut to the titular house of a thousand corpses, and inside we're getting a little pep talk from the amazing Bill Mosley playing Otis T. Driftwood, who is dropping some Waco, Texas, cuckoo cult level shit on three of the missing cheerleaders. And it works. You know why? Because Bill Mosley is fucking awesome. So the entire time I'm watching these scenes, I'm having a really hard time distinguishing Chop Otis Top. versus Chop Top. Um, I think Chop Top's a little more working man, and uh, Otis is a little more tin hat. You know what I'm saying? Why did it go the other way around? Your simple minds! That is a callback from Plan 9 from Outer Space when he says that, so what's up? All right. Baby and Bill walk up to the front horch. Uh, front horch. Front horch. Front, brought to you in Slurrovision. The horror horch. <laughs> That's right. If your porch isn't haunted, then it's a porch. If it's haunted, it's called a horch. <laughs> uh, they walk up to the front horch, and they find out that it's locked. Baby tells Bill to hang tight uh, with all the mutilated dolls while she goes inside to cook up a jump scare. Bill has a staring contest with them dollies until Baby holds up her into the bargain and... Kruger noises. Good jump scare. Kruger noises. Her with the uh, him with the fucking jump scare. Oh, okay. Back at the car, brother bear gives him the toe, and there's a jump scare, and it's lame. And next, at the house, Bill and Baby break down some small talk, and we find out that there are a few extra folk running around this big old house. Like Otis, he's upstairs messing around or something, or like scalping and raping some cheerleaders. Pause oh, for babies. Oh. All right, thought we had a baby scare. Now we're back. It's scarier than a jump scare. It's a baby. <laughs> you open the door, somebody throws a fucking baby at you. <laughs> uh, so baby's wondering about who who's running around. The, or Bill's wondering about who's running through the big ass house. Uh, Otis is upstairs, maybe you know messing around or like scalping and raping cheerleaders. Uh, you know, same thing. No biggie. Baby comes out with two Marshmallow Mania Diabetes Elix cups of hot cocoa, and they start talking about a moose for two seconds, and Baby's pretty much like, hey, nerd, why don't you squirt some horsey sauce on my beef and cheddar? Why don't you tartar up my sloppy McFillet? Why don't you work my pussy like a rickety old carnival game until a cupie doll falls out, and we feed it to the fucking neighbor's dog? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to workshop uh, this creative writing course for young adults. Uh, it's a book series. <laughs> it's called The Coming of Ages. It's dealing with a lot of Civil War amputee stump humping and crow magnum uh, <laughs> clit smashing. I'm not supposed to mention anything about it because uh, certain companies, ABC, might be interested. Anyway, uh, insert shot number eight. Oh, and did you get it? <clears throat> Twenty-five, forty-five. We got some titties. Titties. We got some titties. Get it. That's the last pumpkin. Oh no! You gonna need these? I'm a gonna. Okay. Uh, fill in for me in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. So these are torture point titties. Torture point titties. Torture point titties. Uh, that's pretty much what you get here. Yeah. The entire time, Rob Zombie likes his dead boobies. I mean, living dead girl. Mm. All right. So the tow truck shows up, and the gang is all here. We are now introduced to Mama Firefly, Karen Black, whose better years are behind her, but it's probably not a good idea to fucking tell her. Uh, but you know what? 
Karen Black is amazing and sells the ro- sells the shit out of this role. And she is thirsty as fuck for some nerdist dick. Oh, dude, she's all over Jerry. And she is really good in this. Everybody is actually pretty fucking solid in this. All right, Cincinnati Jeff. Uh, this is not the first time I've asked this on our podcast. Oh, this is the first time we've talked about it on this podcast. But on the horrible horror of uh, the uh, Miner's Massacre. All right, is Karen beat? Or Karen Black, is she beat or is she okay? She's she's the, this is weird to say, she's the trailer park version of Stifler's mom. Okay, like, what is the, what is, how many beers do you need to have until she's an A-OK partner? I'm thinking, I'm thinking six. Four hurricanes. Oh, shit. Ooh, yikers. So how many Long Island iced teas? Same Three. boat. Okay. <laughs> So you'd have a good time, but it's no bueno. All right. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, Nick. I'd enjoy myself, but I'd be drunk. All right. So when she asks what Jerry's name is, he responds, I'm Quelsnog from the Crab Nebula, but you humans can call me Jerry. Uh, I chuckled a little bit. It's fucking hilarious. And fucking Bill laughs, and then, like, the fucking Karen Black's kind of fucking chuckling, but, like, the chicks are like... Uh, if they'd roll their eyes in hard, they'd break their fucking neck. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I roll my eyes out loud. <sighs> All right. And then so Mama Firefly is like, uh, she tells Baby to go check up on the automobile. No, it's one of the, the shitly girls is like, how's our fucking car? Yeah. And then Mama Firefly is like, Baby, go ask RJ about the car. And I love it. As she's walking by Bill, she takes his glasses off he's been wearing the whole time and fucking chucks it. Like, <laughs> like just sends it into his gut but she just says she little <clears throat> about it it's funny <laughs> shit I, I get a big chuckle out of that i liked it all right <laughs> they, i like how it's like it's kind of flirty because bill's like oh kind of uh, flirty because like he puts him back on but like his girlfriend's fucking like staring at him fucking the whole time oh the fun bullies yeah the whole movie uh, they exchanged jaw flappings until Mary. Remember Mary? Yeah. Probably the second time I've mentioned out of Mary. three times. I'll name her. Um, uh, she asks how long the car repair is going to take place. Mama replies a few hours and Mary starts. Fucking... Mary, you mean interchangeable bitch. Yes. Uh, one of two bitch starts flipping <laughs> the collective bag of bitch. They start flipping out. These fucking kids are super ungrateful. So far, the fire flam- ugh, fire take three. The firefly family has done nothing but go out of their motherfucking way to help these teens of questionable ages. Well, except for shooting out the tires. I mean, yeah, they did shoot out their tire, but uh, I did you cover down on that? Yeah, you're stepping on my toes. <laughs> I but I bet you if these kids weren't so jackassy, they wouldn't have. They probably would have made it through the night. Mama insists that they stay for special Halloween dinner. Insert shot number nine. Not actual shot, unless you're operating a forklift. And please do. All right, <laughs> at dinner we meet the rest of the firefly. Fucking. You all right with that word? What's that? What's that? We'll see if that picked up. The firefly flamely. Family, Tiny, a giant deformed burn victim who wears a mask because he kind of looks like mankind. Grandpa, a vulgar, Grandpa Hugo, a loudmouth vulgar little goblin. And we are reintroduced to Otis 
an albino cult enthusiast who has his little pickled pal, Wolf Jr., who's a fetus in a jar. Jerry asks Mama about the story of Dr. Satan, but Otis pretty much handles it from here. Do you have this exchange? No, but Otis is like... I got it. I got it. Yeah. If you got it verbatim, hit it. Now, I don't know who told you about your fairy fables about Dr. Satan. Uh, Bill replies, Captain Spaulding, up the road. Jerry? Okay. I didn't get all my notes. Anyway, that old bitch hog don't know shit. He tells his cute little tattletales to sell his junk. He don't sell no Yankee boys no truth. I don't think you need to know. Better you leave here with your head still full of kitty cats and puppy dogs. Well, I bet you if I told you you stick your head in a fire, you could see hell. Meanwhile, you're too stupid to see you got a demon sticking out your ass saying, Holy Miss Moly, we got me a live one. And what I love when he says that line, the whole family says it. Like they're in on the joke. Yeah, and then every the they fucking, fucking lose it erupts. Grandpa fucking Hugo is just fucking laughing his ass off, uh, dude. He, fucking foods just flying. Everybody's out of his fucking the best. Mouth. You have a great Bill Mosley, by the way. Years of practice, but it's also very easy to do for you because this character is very much fucking chop top. I, I mean, is it though? Yeah. <laughs> and I really like that line where he's like, "If I oh. told you." You could see hell by sticking your head in a fire. You see, would. You're not too shabby. Like it's dinner. It, that's over. a funny line. I mean, zombies just fucking killing it with this shit. Okay, dinner's over now, and now it is time for dessert. Showtime. Did they do dessert? You missed it. No, they got to put the mask on. I was just cutting through it because do you want this to be a seven-hour episode? My bad. So there, there's a dessert part, but they have to put fucking masks. Grandpa on. Hugo's like, put your fucking mask on, or we can't eat fucking dessert. <laughs> Ooh, I, then I, it's showtime. I heard that spike. <laughs> I saw it. All right, insert shot number ten. I, I, I saw it. I saw it, man. Denim a plate. So somewhere in the Firefly household or property, they have a stage shut up, a setup. So they let like a fucking elaborate one too, dude. With it's kind of like shit. Uh, <clears throat> the hill, the the movie that was gonna be our first episode five years ago. Oh my god! I got next time we go on a smoke break, I gotta play this shit for you. It's gonna ruin your brain. Um, hills run red. Thank you. It's like they have one of those. All right. So the fi- somewhere in the Firefly household, they have that set up. And they let Grandpa do a tight five minutes, you know, like stand-up protocol, <clears throat> about the importance of eating your wife's pussy, screaming at the top of your lungs, and flipping everybody <laughs> off. Jerry fucking loves you it. Don't, you don't get the full joke, but you know you know it's good because he the fucking so punt lies. Quiet! <clears throat> you'll wake Grandma! Quiet! You're gonna wake Grandma! <laughs> and you <laughs> grab her by her butt cheeks and you bring it in. And, you just, oh, yeah, I and love Jerry's it. fucking losing it, dude. I did. I'm losing it. So he screams so loud, like he fucking gets feedback on the microphone. Um, Jerry loves it. Now baby comes out and does a little song and dance to an old Betty Boop song. Fun fact. I never personally understood the sex appeal of Betty Boop for the sole reason. She used to be a dog and also a ginger. Ew. And kind of, I think maybe hydrocephalic as fuck tuber, like tumors on both sides of her head. What's going on? Oh my God. She looks like the fucking lady from the radiator in a racer head. (laughs) (laughs) Shaboing boing. 
All right, I'll, let me just breeze through this fucking real quick. Uh, babysits. Oh, she does like I wanna be loved by you, pretty much. This it's the same song from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Gentleman's butt. Boop boop be doop boop. All right, on the smoke break, we'll figure that out. Isn't it the one that Betty Boop is singing? She's not part of the show, but she's. Shh, the adults are talking. All right, my bad. The man child's talking. Um, so baby is just Betty's the waitress. My bad. I take it back. So (sighs) baby's doing this whole Betty Boop thing and like mama firefly is working the spotlight and just they're having a blast and doing a killer job by the way they're nailing it everybody's having a good time except for the two stupid white bitches bitch a and bitch b karen one karen two boom but not karen black no karen black's killing it i'll be carrying her back to the porta potty and fucking trying to make fucking good names for karen's all around putting a it's a live baby all up in her (laughs) dead ass body Uh, (laughs) oh wow took a dark turn on this all right um yeah so she's uh baby sits down on bill's lap yeah bill yeah like i said bill and uh like grabs his cheeks and uh i'm pretty sure it's denise yeah yes starts flipping the fuck out and this is the most personality she's had the entire fucking movie she's like pushes her on the ground and calls her a stupid fucking whore i'm not a chick obviously but i'm pretty sure that's like one that's assault brother (laughs) Uh, and wow not cool because these people have brought you into your house they fucking fed you they're fixing your fucking car for that day broke yeah you need to cool down with that shit dog (laughs) um but baby does the right thing by pulling a fucking knife out and tells her get off my cloud well one better she pulls a joanne she pulls a jojo but jojo's Second step is I'm gonna cut your fucking tits off and jam them down your fucking throat. Good line. Uh, far from the microphone. All right. Um. So then Rufus explodes through the door because nobody walks through the door, and he's like, "Your car is ready," and the crew skidoos, and they're just like, they're "What? Like, do- Good news. We're out of here." They're like, "What do we owe?" He's just like, "Get the fuck out." Get the fuck out kind of thing and then like mama and baby grab each other and they do this insane cackle on like and it's fucking awesome <laughs> i love it one two three <laughs> okay that hurt um the gang gets in the car and they fucking skedaddle the fuck out and they go they get to the fucking gate and it's closed so uh bill gets out to unlatch it but uh two of the halloween decorations get a little too uh levacious come to life and beat the fucking shit out of him and jerry uh and the car and the car and then kidnap them girls i'd have ran the gate i'd have fucking ran the gate like like, that's kind of one of those scenes where it's like, look, you're on your fucking way out. It's clearly fucking uncomfortable. It's a little dangerous now. Like, and you're like, oh, I gotta stop. I gotta open the gate. You just Fuck got your... the fucking gate. Ram the motherfucker. You you're just... in a fucking Oldsmobile from the fucking 60s. Dude, thing's a fucking tank. Take out the fucking gate. All right. The next day, Halloween, <clears throat> Donnie, Denise's dad, gets worried that the gang didn't show up the night before. So he calls his old cop buddy, Sheriff Frank Hudson, 
and asks a few question a few questions about anything helpful. Speaking of Denise, let's see what she's up to. Oh, well, she's tied to a fucking chair with a gag in her mouth, and she's slowly piecing together what the fuck is going on, and then starts freaking out. Otis is not a fan of this because she's interrupting his work. Luckily, Otis works out of the home. <clears throat> well, she interrupts him by asking where Bill is. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Uh, to which Otis replies, Bill was a good guy and super helpful. This was cool because this is where you get a decent cutaway. That's right. That's actually plot relevant. And yep. you fucking get like this home movie of like Bill kind of like tied up like crucifixion style. I have this. Go for it. Oh, that's actually a little later. Is it? Yes. No, it's in this scene. All right, go ahead, dog. You got it. So, like, Bill's all fucking tied up and She's fucking... She's a brick house. Okay, this is that. I'm sorry, And fucking dude. Otis is fucking like, hey, uh, you're cool. Don't fucking worry about it. Because Bill's like, oh, just let me go, please. It's not a big deal. And, like, fucking baby's in there, too. Yeah, everything's fine until it isn't. And then he just <laughs> is like, he just, like, they, you think it's going to be, like, this slow torture scene because they, they're kind of cutting it with a straight razor. Yeah, it's not Reservoir Dogs, my dude. And then they fucking straight just like, hey, that hand, bye. And I love Otis grabs his hand and starts slapping him in the face with it. And then they cut back to D-Nice. That's right. And she asks if she can see Bill. So Otis spins her around in the chair. He's like, yeah, he's right here. He's been here the whole time. And he pulls the curtain inside, uh, aside to reveal the amazing fish boy. <laughs> I love this so fucking much. They took Bill's mangled-ass body, slapped a fish lower half on him, and made him a Fiji mermaid in adult human-sized version of it. This was my second favorite kill. I think this is my favorite kill. All right. Uh, so that's fucking awesome, and D-Nice loses her motherfucking shit. <laughs> oh! Allergies. No, that's not even cool like we did a bunch of coke or anything. No, like, <laughs> legit, my allergies are garbage. Later at Spalding's gas station, two cops roll up and start asking a bunch of jackassy questions about... Holy shit! It, it's our buddy, Harry Cooper from episode 21! <laughs> that fucking yo-yo! <laughs> Dude, real talk, I didn't realize how tall that guy was. Because Tony Todd is like 6'20". So, right there, just working against that, I thought he was like an average-sized dude like my dad kind of shit. He's a big boy. He's tall. Right. He, he's a big boy. Oh, he, he, he's a big boy. Hey, you can ask Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sheriff Wydell pulls out a picture of John Connor and starts asking uh, Spaulding, have you seen this boy? <laughs> Spaulding says, no. So, he pulls out a picture of Denise and is like, oh, yeah, it was in my other pocket. <laughs> Wrong picture. <laughs> my bad. And uh, Spaulding's like, yeah. Have but... you seen this boy? He's like, have you seen these pictures? It's him in a swimsuit. He's like, how about this picture? How about this picture? Have you seen this boy? It's a picture of his dick. Like, Ooh, I've seen that boy. That's Not all... since last week's turkey shoot. <laughs> all right. So Spaulding's like, yeah, no, these kids were in here the other night all fucking amped up on that Dr. Satan dick. So I drew him a map to get to the tree where they hung him. Sheriff Wydell politely asks if... Politely. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, politely. Ask if he could draw him that same map. While fucking Deputy fucking Domergu's just like, We don't have fucking time for your bullshit, clown. Let's go. 
Oh, so how does that seem? He's on stuff? fucking 11, the whole fucking movie. I too. love it. I love it. Okay, so I was just paraphrasing with the scene, but it starts out, Wydell's just like, hate fucking the little ding ding bell. Like, bing, 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 bing. And fucking Spaulding's in the back room, and he's just like, I swear to God, you know, I... If I come out, I'm going to fucking karate chop your tits off or something like that. He's just like, oh, hello, officers. Deputy Nash is like, get off the fucking car, dude. That ain't your couch. Oh, no. It's like, get off my, get off that fucking car, you grease monkey. That's not till later, but that's awesome. <laughs> no, Spalding has the best shirt on. It's Pigs is Beautiful. And it's this fucking gnarly-headed boar dressed up like a cop. I don't know. That would be a great, great fucking shirt. Insert shot number 11. The skunk ape. So supposedly there's this whole B story that got cut out about a skunk ape, Matt Mitchell, uh, roaming around raping girls. But it got cut off for pacing and probably for obvious reasons. But uh, I watched some skunk ape get busy. So we briefly cut to a farmer and his wifey testimony or the wife's testimony about the farmer's like, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch. And the wife's like, he did impure things to me and my body. Farmer Vincent. Oh, you telling me that skunk ape is making some fritters? <laughs> That's right. No preservatives. All kinds of critters go into Farmer Vincent's fritters. That's right, dude. Well, we should do that movie soonish. I like that movie. Maybe a November movie. It's kind mm-hmm. of a family flick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, okay, while this is going on in the same flashback, Denise is running around in this negative uh, color flip thing, and she's running, and she falls uh, across the... Is this like a hallucination that she's uh, having, I guess? It's a dream, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to do Rob Zombie's job for him. Um, and then she runs afoul of the grave of Dr. Satan, and he pops up like a spirit's Halloween. <laughs> All right, now we cut to Denise, who is tied to a bed and dressed up like a baby doll in a room full of fetish jars. I guess Tiny feels bad about that whole kidnapping thing and brought Denise some Agatha Krispies. Dude, I love this fucking scene. Just just that little gag alone, because I'm a big Agatha Christie fan. I love, I'm a big Agatha Christie fan. I love the fucking books. Ten Little Indians and Then the Renun was a book that I read. So many times over and over again in high school. It was one of my companions for in-school suspension, which I had a lot of. Preaching the choir, homie. And I just, I can read that book over and over again. It's one of the main reasons that why I love um, April Fool's Day, the movie, so much, because it's the pretty much the exact same thing. Which is a film adaptation. So, watching him come down with Agatha Crispies. In a dog bowl. The cereal, just fucking, I lost it, dude. I lost it the first fucking time. <clears throat> When I just recently rewatched it for this episode, I lost it like it was the fucking first time I've seen it. I've seen this at least six times. And man, dude, just that little gag. I always forget that it's there. And just <laughs> fucking great, dude. Agatha Crispies. <laughs> we used to do a bit back at Camp Blood on Briarcliff. Uh, the new person in the circle would have to drink their hooch out of a dog bowl kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, that's just fun. And I like how Tiny eats it, too. It's not fucking subtle like he knows how to work spoons. Oh, it's elegant like a dump truck. And if you if you pay attention, because they give a little backstory on Tiny why he's, he's all burnt and Oh, yeah, up. sorry. I, gla- I glossed over that. So he's, Earl. Yeah, Earl, dad. That's right. Papa Firefly. I wonder if he's going to show up in this movie. He huh. he burnt Tiny. Because the demons. Where it's the end him. Told him to burn the fucking house down. They're like, it's got to do it. The demons is in. It's he didn't mean to hurt anybody, but you burnt your son 
So alive. Tiny is all disfigured already. All, of, all seven, 11 inches of Tiny. And, and his, I love the ironic. His name. hands are fucking like, his fingers are fucking burnt Jeez. together. He's got like fucking penguin hands. Yup. And it looks fucking great. He can still use these utensils and stuff like that. And he's got a different mask on this time. It's less of a mankind, more of a cane mask. In, dun, 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 in this, in this. My God, he burnt the, the orphanage movie. down. And he's trying to eat this cereal, and he, he, you can tell that he can use a spoon, and he would be able to do it normally, but he just doesn't. So he just like holds it up to him like the wrong way, hey, and just like slurps out of it. You're at Camp Firefly. It's There's no great. need to impress anybody. It's so, fun, and so, he's got a shirt on that says "Cheap Ass Halloween Costume." Now, normally, and we have a bit about this later, I would flip shit. But when you are like Shaq Buttfuck Freddy Krueger and are trying to eat, you know, uh, Agatha cr- Crispies, Crispios, yeah, <laughs> you get a pass, my dude. So Denise does the thing that uh, she asks, "Yo, Tiny, could you let me go?" And he's like. He's like, I won't. T-. She's like, I won't tell anybody. He's just like, okay, and like untethers one of her fucking leads. She unties herself, and then she's just like, okay, bye. And I love it. If you look, he's like, bye. Yeah, she like, I'm leaving, and then he just fucking waves. He's like, like nonchalant. And honestly, dude, I think that De- Denise is probably having the best time of this 36 hour nightmare because she's like. I was just that simple. So she's like running down the hallway kind of shit and everything's good until it isn't because Otis fucking Driftwood pops around the corner and he's just like, Shanana, bitch, and throws her into a cage of cheerleaders. And what I like about this part is right after he does that, he looks back at Tiny to give him like a fucking dirty look. <laughs> he goes, he just, what the fuck? He just he shrugs his shoulders like, eh. yeah, well, what do you what do you want from me, man? Yeah. I just fucking let her go. Whatever. It's like, yo, Otis, could you give me some more milk? These are getting a little soggy. Like, this wasn't a predetermined, like, we're just here to fuck with you kind of thing. Like, Tiny was legit just letting her go. Oh, and Otis is like, the I think fuck's from your Otis's problem? standpoint, <laughs> it is a premeditated fuckaroonie. It was great. All right, insert shot. Yes, and we we did we had yet to kind of mention we did talk about him, but the cheerleaders have been interwoven throughout the the scenes in this movie. The ones that are still alive of the five that are missing. Yeah, the Rutville five. And they are they are in this cage, and we at least assume I, that they're the three cheerleaders. Of them, and we get a gooch shot. We not they don't say that's the cheerleaders, but we just assume it's that it is. Fucking but they like descend on her like fucking that scene in Keanu Reeves from fucking uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula when the oh, three the hey, three, three titty whores are Good fucking flex. jumping on them. Sorry, I got a little closer to the I had like I had to rewind it because I'm like, man, is that the cheerleaders? I guess it is, but yeah. All right, so these are the notes I wrote today, so I'm very familiar with them. The cops fin. Yeah, they fin. Normally a person would throw a D on the end and make find. <laughs> Maybe it's the end. Maybe it's uh the French version of it's over. Fin. The cops find the teenager's car all bashed the shit out and back. Uh but we're not gonna worry about that right now. Why? Remember Jerry? I remember Jerry. What's he been up to? Well, probably being tied to a fucking chair and baby kicks the goddamn door in because nobody opens doors in this movie. At least they're not leaving them open. It's true. <clears throat> and I have a problem with that. Baby screams while wearing one of the cheerleaders' costumes. What's new, poopy pants? And that's adorable. <laughs> because... Uh, and you know what? She wants to play a motherfucking game. A guessing game. If Jerry can guess correctly, he can go home. And if while he doesn't, she, he's fucked. While she's doing this, she's cutting his hair. Oh. And she takes a big fucking chunk of it and 
of cut hair and throws it in his fucking mouth, and he's just like, <laughs> "You mean his hair or his reshoot wig?" Because <laughs> yikers! And it's just like you could you this scene like you could if you've ever had fucking hair in your fucking on your fucking if you've lips, ever like, knew you, a blah, bitcher, blah, blah, blah. butcher barber you you can just. You can feel it. You can taste it, so to speak. It's just like it, it's uh, like walking through a spider web level of uncomfortable. Don't don't tell Jen. Uh, walking through a spider web. Thank leave you. a message and I'll call you back. Somebody got the reference. <clears throat> <All right>. No doubt. <laughs> I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. This shit. Is bananas. B a n a n a s. Hey, look. Let's just real quick now. Let's be fucking honest. There's a lot of fucking people. Two of them right here in this room who could not spell bananas off the top of their fucking head without fucking referencing that song. Okay, going forward for you and the listeners. Do you guys remember? You're the man now, dog. Dot com. Okay, <laughs> so they sampled that. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is bananas. So while they're playing that song, there's a little gif of a woman launching an unpeeled banana out of her anus across a room, and her partner snags it midair. We'll look it up on the next smoke break. Since we're... There and we yeah. talk about since we here's the, the Simpsons movie, all the time. We are all the way the fuck down. Gwen there. Stefani's brother, the dude from Bush. Do you, no, no. Oh, that's oh, Gavin Rosdell. That's her husband. Yeah, it was her ex-husband. The dude from uh, Constantine. Gotcha. Um, do you know what Gwen Stefani's brother did? He quit punk rock ska music. Do you know what he went on to do? Elastica, uh, animator for The Simpsons. Shut the fuck up! Straight up. Wow. Straight up now. Tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Uh oh, are you just playing games with my banana? Yep. And now back to the movie. (laughs) (laughs) This detour was brought to you by alcohol. (laughs) And The Simpsons, which usually derails most of our conversations. That's that's fucking real. Alright, so they're playing a little game of guessy guess who? It's like Baby says, Who's my favorite celebrity? And Jerry actress. And let's be fucking honest. If you've been paying attention and you just know Rob Zombie in general, this is a pretty fucking easy fucking question. No, if it was fucking Rob Zombie, you'd be like, oh, the actress who was in Creature from the... Or, I'm sorry, the creature walks among us for 14 seconds. Her name is Aberdale Magool, and uh, she went on to have a fucking... Are these all real things? No, this is, it's fucking <laughs> Rob Zombie, man. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, so she's like, Betty Davis, and I try... No, he says Marilyn Monroe. Yes, and she's like, sha-na-na. It's Betty Page. No, no, Betty Davis. Betty Page. Betty Davis. Betty Page. Gentleman's bet. Because I read... I had it with subtitles on, and this episode is just dog shit at this point, dude. I tried to make Betty Davis's eyes. Yes, I know there's several references of Betty... You know what? Pause it real quick. And we'll... I believe you. No, let's get closure. Pause it. Nope. You lost, bitch. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, Betty Davis eyes and all that shit. Anyway, so uh, baby takes the fucking. It's drink. probably Betty Davis. I actually really don't know. Fucking drink the rest <laughs> of your beer. What about that cackle? <clears throat> anyway, uh, takes a straight razor out and fucking scalps Jerry's shitty wig. Ooh. Yucker! Hey, so remember that car I was talking about earlier? So we're gonna jump back to that now. Uh, so this car is beat to shit, and the cops are investigating it. And uh, Sheriff uh, 
Nice. Nice. Now, what's his fucking name? Deputy Nash. Yeah, there we go. He's like, I found something. And he pulls out a blue. They're like, what? He's like, keys. <laughs> it's called a uh, plot development. <laughs> I mean, plot development. <laughs> They're like, instantly, open the fucking trunk then. Right. And what did they find? One of the dead cheerleaders. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to count her because she's already dead and I hate her. I have them in my full counts, but yeah. And she's got trick or treat. No, it's treat or trick all ass backwards. Is it? Is yeah, it's, it's carved carved down her side into her fucking thigh. Oh, wow. Brutally fucking carved. I thought it said trick or treat. It did, but it was all... It could be misconstrued. I gotcha. All right, this scene is not important to the plot in the slightest, but I fucking love it. I'm ambidextrous. I read left to right. Is that where you take a dick in the mouth and a dick in the buck and you get, like, uh, pig skewed in the middle? All right. This scene is not important in the movie, but I fucking love this. Uh, it is Grandpa Hugo and fucking Otis watching the episode of the Monsters where it's uh, where oh, they make Dragula. Fucking, yes. Grandpa Monsters fucking a Formula One racer. <sighs> I love, I, I fucking love the Monsters so much. Uh, that was far away from the microphone for the record. Um. Yeah, so they make Dragula because they have the family coach. Right. But Dragula is like a coffin hot rod. And it's and the episode is called Hot Rod Herman. I didn't even need to make note of that because I know my motherfucking shit because I love the motherfucking monsters. And so does Rob Zombie. So, um, And Herman is actually not driving because it's Grandpa. Herman. Hoyman stays and he's he's like the like what do you call that the hype man yeah oh, the flag girl the flag girl oh fuck yeah i mean why wouldn't you have yeah. uh Marilyn herman's the that? fucking flag girl that sends fucking grandpa off on the fucking dragula fucking drag drag the formula one fucking racer it's uh, fucking sorry, i think what you would say is hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so now let's cut to grandpa hugo and this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie that nobody catches he has a fucking xxx jug he's eating a tv dinner he pours it all over his fucking like food. syrup yes dude and then and he's like talking he's like put me behind that motherfucking car i have it verbatim he goes uh put me behind the wheel of that bitch and i'll show you how to drive <laughs> and otis is like you useless fuck you couldn't even get your fat ass on the seat and grandpa gets all huffy and shit and tries to make a scene like he tries to push himself off uh, off the couch to like get in fucking otis's face he just grabs that hunting knife off the tv sticks it in his face and goes sit down hugo don't start with me at the same time while this is going on um otis is also fucking tossing fucking throwing knives at jerry oh yeah it's sorry he's fucking tied to a fucking wall like jerry. off screen fully fucking scalped at this point and 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 mostly bald thanks right. to baby's fucking haircut. Just, yes, yes. But he's, like, intentionally missing the fucking, like, vital organs and veins, like, on purpose. It's, oh, they're just, it's like, it's all great. off course. It's, it's an intimidation. It's like his fucking arms there. It goes right underneath her, right over it. Like, it, it's it's a really cool scene. <sighs> Plus, we love the monsters. Oh, my God, yes. Don't start with me, Cincinnati Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sheriff... Okay, so Sheriff Frank, um, no, I have it in the notes at some point. All right. So Sheriff Frank, the dude with the beard, okay, is that Donnie, Denise's father, uh, can be a ride-along with Wydell and Nash? Nash. 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 It's fucking Nash. Nash. Why did they throw that I in there to fuck me up? Whatever. Um, to ask some questions and find some answers. Also, I forgot that, I've already said this, that uh, Walter Walton Goggins, yeah, he's awesome. 
in his life from Predator. Random insert 13. Some old black farmer dude is screaming about hell. Hell on you! Hell on you! I'm in hell! We are in hell! This dude has the smallest shotgun I've ever seen with the biggest fucking sausage fingers, dude. No shit. If this guy didn't do Wait, porn, it's like the Robert Des- It's like the Robert Dazar of chins, but handheld <laughs> style. The Robert Zadar of fucking fingers. And Whoa. I couldn't fucking stop looking at it. Wait, him. wait, are you trying to tell me we did We did House of a Thousand Corpses before we did Mania Cop 1, 2, or 3? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Wydell. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, the gang, they, they drive up to the Firefly house. Wydell goes and knocks on the door while the other two snoop around out back. Mama Firefly answers the door. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, runs upstairs. She's like, there's fucking cops here. She said, Mama say, Mama saw, and Mama saw. Mama say, Mama saw. Grab that salt off shotgun. That's what he <laughs> fucking said. Uh, no, and then Osha's like, God damn it. These fucking pigs, they always run in packs. And then um, he's screaming at Grandpa Hugo, like, why don't you get off your ass and do something? He's just like, middle finger again. Speaking of middle fingers, we missed it earlier, but when the fucking robbers come in to fucking rob Sid Haig, and they're like, hands up! Fuck you! He just holds his middle fingers oh, yeah, up backwards. It's this, it's this. <laughs> our, our viewers can't see this, but how uncomfortable He's like, hands up, and fucking that? just middle fingers out. He's like, cool, what's up? No, go ahead, take it. All right, go on, sorry. This is a mulligan episode. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, she tells Otis, get the guns, and he's like, I'm gonna snoop out back. I'll take care of these hog." Bitch hogs. He's like, badass Billy Gun or Bart Gun, and he holds up his fucking pythons. No, he just legit pulls two guns out. <laughs> um, so anyway. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. Strap the fuck in, because you are going to learn something tonight, my friend. Um, Outback, Donnie and Nash are checking out the weird little shacks and buildings looking for clues. But... All that Nash finds is a mean pupper about to bite his face off with... Hold, <laughs> strap in, dude. Strap in. Triggers him for some Cocker Spaniel PTSD. So check this shit out, dude. He I, won't let it go dude, either. Dude, this is dead serious. Just give me 20 seconds here. All right. So I was like, Cocker Spaniel, what the fuck? You're bitch league. And then I researched it. Uh, <sighs> sorry, Nick. Um... No, dude. Yeah, I was going to say that Nash is bitch league because of a cocker spaniel and they aren't aggressive or whatever, but I fucking checked this just for good measures because I don't want to be a fucking asshole, and it turns out I was very wrong. One might even say dead wrong. So, there is a fucking condition called... Are you ready for this? Cocker Spaniel Rage Syndrome. Uh... The dog enters a fit where its eyes roll up into its head and violently thrashes about, and the only thing that can bring them out of this trance, uh, trance is to quench its bloodthirst. So, so a lot of that's true, and I might have fabricated that last bit. That is dead serious. Pull your phone up. Oh, uh, so we had Cocker Spaniels growing up, and um, I got bit by every one of them as a child. I've only no met, joke. That I've, is not a joke. I've only met one Cocker Spaniel. Jake Steiger had a blind Cocker Spaniel. His name was Magoo, because <laughs> I, I, I fucking love the Steiger so goddamn much. That's what I call my wife when she fucking bumps into shit. I call her Big Bone Magoo. <laughs> oh, I call her Velma. Uh, 
Anyway, so that's a real thing. I didn't know that. I know Springer Spaniels are fucking maniacs. Cocker Spaniels are bastard biters. But they have, like, those beautiful ears. Like, Lady and the Tramp, you're telling me? The one we had was called Lady. Well, Jesus Christ, am I going to have to pay for your therapy session here, dude? So, when I was a kid, it bit me on the nose so hard it drew blood, and I had little fucking Cocker Spaniel teeth mark scars on my nose until I was like Yo, Cincinnati Jeff, you still have a Cocker Spaniel tooth sticking out of your nose right now. (laughs) I didn't want to bring attention to it, but okay. Yeah, so that's a thing. I didn't know that was a fucking thing. I was going to be an asshole, and then you would have schooled me on that, and I would have felt like a bigger... No, you're dead right. Actually, when I do the... Those those little nose strips, those blackhead nose strips, and I... Pull out a dog tooth. And all the fucking pores open up. Like, you can see the scar. I don't know. I got skin like a fucking Valencia orange, so whatever. <laughs> Valencia orange. <laughs> all right. Wydell takes Mama Firefly inside, and they, t- I mean, they talk about, uh, no, he shows up at the door, and he's like, hey, do you want to talk about some shit? She's like, I'd rather not. And then. She's great. She's like, I just want to show you a picture. Just come in real quick. Nah, it's cool. Uh, but can I just, for a little bit, no. Oh, but what the hell? You might uh, sneeze in my cabbage. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, oh, well, yeah, that whole dog... No? She fucking does him dirty. Oh, uh, yes. And, dude, Karen Black is awesome. Yeah, so, like, when that goes down... While this is going on... I lost my I lost my place in my notes. The deputy, deputy, Nash, and uh, Papa Don... Mm-hmm. are out back and they're hearing this kind of like moaning mumbling and they bust open into this like woodshed shack that's right, area that's right and they find his daughter wait d nice real quick we're not going to talk about the song until the very end okay okay and all i like how you leaned away from the mic like it's not going to pick it up <clears throat> so he finds his daughter d nice plus what's three left? dead cheerleaders what's- and titties galore. I yes. Know. Dead titties, because that's what Rob Zombie loves. Just fucking hanging about. Hell yeah! All on these dead bitches. And uh, she's got she's got something carved into her stomach. What is it? It's like Doc or, or something like that. Like It's like half a word. They didn't finish it. So while this is going on, fucking Deputy Nash is calling out. You know, to the fucking... On the walkie. To to George, you know, Sheriff George there. Why Dale? Yeah. Like, hey, this shit's fucking going on. So Mama... Hold up. While he, like, does the courteous thing to lean aside and fucking answer, why am I doing this? This is, like, <laughs> slow-mo. Yeah. You are. You're, like, fucking leaning away like you got a fucking... Me, I got my walkie going on. My Milwaukee best. Uh, Mom fucking pulls out a fucking thirty-eight, Puts it right behind his fucking ear and gagoosh. Blows it through his... Not through the head. Fucking through the neck. And I gotta say, I gotta give to this fucking movie... These are the kind of kills where it's like not like oh dead on balls accurate fucking middle of the fucking forehead kind of shots. No, I don't like want earlier that. fucking Captain Spaulding shot somebody through the fucking cheek. Oh, uh, like you get yeah, fucking this I shot. Yeah, I think it was a temple shot, and he gets uh yeah is well th- we're splitting hairs, and then you get the other one like this one's fucking up through the fucking neck. Like this is this is cool. It's I like behind this. the left ear. Yeah, uh, also, and it goes right fucking through. That's it. That's a good way to and his the- fucking. Like, the shock on his face as he's fucking been shot, which is like, whoa. All right, so while we're here... uh, Cut back to fucking the deputy and Don. Yeah, so I don't know where the fuck Donnie's going. I guess he's tearing ass back to the fucking car. So he hears the shot through the radio. So he's from... Oh, where we can't say on this podcast, this is not our word. Taking off. Yeah. So they're running back. So Don's going back to the car for his gun. Oh, his piece. Okay. And uh, so 
Otis Driftwood creeps up from behind the fucking shed and old Halloween decorations and is not a fan of members only jackets <laughs> or sky blue variations of that. And I fucking love this. I, I talk shit a Rob zombie till the sun comes up until it sets. And then I'm jacking off on the moon. Sherry moon. Hi. Right before he gets shot by the bullet, he has, I don't want to say his life flashes before his eyes, but he relives his best memory. It's Christmas morning with her adorable little, uh, is that a, Boxer pug? Whatever. Like it's Springer or something. It's a cutesy. Yeah. And then his family and his wife, they're all waving. And then, yeah, Otis puts some holes in his fucking members only jacket. Oh, yeah. And then he takes a fucking little uh, sleep a doodle in a puddle full of mud. And then fucking Walton Coggins is just like, he's talking all alpha dick like he's the fucking. Goes to fucking pull his gun and fucking. And you don't have to hear the dialogue because there is none. It's all silent. Well, it's silent and it's slow-mo. Exactly. And you can read Bill Moseley's mouth like a fucking billboard. He's like, you hog bitch, you drop that shit. And he does. And he's losing it. And this is the and this is the only scene that's like this, too, where they like slow down like time. Like a music video. And the fucking deputy gets down on all on, on his, his knees, fucking knees, puts his hands behind his fucking head. I got this, and we cut to this beautiful shot about thirty feet away, and it's slowly rising because it is a crane shot, and they are also pulling out, and it holds on this shot for not one, not two, oh, it's, not three, not four, it's not forever. five, not six, not it's twenty six seconds. It's great, but, but that's the th- cool thing. But you don't know this. It's still no, in slow motion. Every fucking movie, it's a beat of three. Yeah. You know, like Freddy vs. Jason, that jump scare, out of the bushes and shit like that. Boo, boo, boom. Rob Zombie takes your rules, jizzes in them, and throws it on the ground. And this is what makes it fun, because he, he keeps the slow motion going. And you can't tell that it's going. You just think that the that the crane shot is slowly I rising I was waiting up, for the but film it's actually and Hulk Hogan fully... to come out again like, God damn it! It's just full-on slow motion the entire time, but... Otis has the fucking gun to his head. Point blank. And he's just not, like, no one's moving. No one's fucking moving at all. Uh, the camera's and it slowly panning out. So long. And then finally. It's the most beautiful explosion. It's not gory. It looks like if, if uh, Coggins' head was made out of fireworks. And the entire time this song is playing, it is Slim Whitman's I Remember You. I'm not necessarily a fan of the genre, but God damn that song is fucking beautiful and that works for it and i'll say it that's probably the best part of the fucking movie yeah it is that was your number one wasn't it no oh okay okay so let's just suck that 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 part's dick off a little harder because uh oh that 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 scene's fucking great you mean that scene or that 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 scene that scene that's great man great man I like we're not even doing a podcast anymore. We're just drunk talking about this movie <laughs> as the way it should be. Uh, that was fucking awesome. Random insert shot number 14. <sighs> Some naked gals. Even I quit drinking for that. <laughs> All right. Oop, oopie doops, oopie doops, oopie doops. You know it's annoying when there's titties on this scene and you're just like, oh, God. I guess there's breasticles. Rufus and Baby. And baby's exposed butthole head into the red hot pussy liquor family restaurant. I love this fucking joke. Down, 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 so down. it's it's liquor as in a liquor store. So it's red hot pussies liquor. liquor. 
And it just fucking... When you say it out loud, you're like, Red Hot Pussy Liquor. Red Hot Pussy Liquor. It just... I hey. laughed my ass off the first time I saw this in 2003. I'm with my high school girlfriend and a bunch of her friends. And Psych! I'm, it was nachos in a wig! I'm watching this, and I'm fucking losing my shit because that that phrase is hilarious and nobody else was getting the joke and when i explained it they still didn't think it was funny you know what we need to have the here comes the spooky official red hot pussy laquar it's like fireball it's exactly fireball we just put more brown sugar in it and it's uh (laughs) that's just that's my kind of joke i always joked about having a restaurant called pussies it's like hooters but it's pussies it's a place you can eat out it's called mollusk or if you had a, uh, a Chinese food buffet in Virginia, I would call it Virchina. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Oh, yeah, no, the audio <laughs> equipment is working fine. We just wanted that one to sink in. All right, so like I was saying before, uh, I think you got your buttons mished, <laughs> mished up. All right, so they walk into Red Hot Pussy Liquor, the family restaurant, to order a shit ton of hooch for their Halloween party. The clerk's name is Jerry Uber. Gary. G Uber. But the new asshole who started working there threw an extra O in his name tag, so now it reads Goober. Goober. I am dead serious. I thought this was Preston Lacey from the Jackass fame for the longest fucking time. The rewatch today, I'm the fucking no, goober. Not, yeah. I am mm. the goober. All right. Insert shot number I uh, 15. Random stuff and Otis trying on his Halloween costume. All right. At the House of a Thousand Corpses, everybody is wasted and running around in costumes. The remaining teenagers are dressed like bunny rabbits and hanging from a chandelier. Mama wants to know where Otis is, and Baby tells her he has something extra special planned this year. Otis walks up to the top of the steps and recites a little poem to kick off the celebration. I'm your daddy. I need you for that. All right. I'm the one who brings the Christmas candy. Now tell me. I'm your daddy. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Sorry. I'm the one who brings the devil's brandy. Who's your daddy? I'm the one who beats you when you're bad. Who's your daddy? And I'm the one who beats you when you're fucking dead. Who's your daddy? Then he walks... Uh, he He's descending the steps the whole time. It's I sweet. like how they're fucking cheering it, too. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Uh, they're fucking bonkers, dude. All as, right. my, as my father is prone to saying, Who's your little Hoosier and who's your turtle dove? I, I call Doctor Who fans Hoosiers. <laughs> Um, so yeah, while this is going on, he's descending the steps, walks right up to Denise and plants a, a smacker on her wearing the dad mask. Oh yeah, dude. He's got fucking, it's not even just the mask. It's the Don costume. It's his chest. He donned the Don costume. It's, there his, we go. it's his, it's his face fucking via leather face, but it's his fucking, he's wearing the chest. He's it got his fucking arm, bracelets, arm fucking braces like and his hands are fucking there. Too. Oh, I, I didn't see that. That's so awesome. when he goes to touch her, he's using his fingers and you can see his fucking, oh, his skinned hands so much more just fucking up. hanging, dude. That's fucking gross. So like when he touches her, he's touching her with both fucking hands. It's awesome. And she even has a little flashback. She's like, dad. And she even, like, has a little fucking flashback. And then Otis like reaches down and pulls dying. his cock off and jerks it off with fucking Donnie's hands. His and then ti- he fucking pulls the hood down and she his realizes. Ti- his tiny hand. It's my dad face. Oh, it's my strong hand. All right. He goes on to ca- taunt the kids about how lucky they are. Wait. 
those are words. He goes on to taunt the kids about how lucky they are because tonight they get to meet Doctor Satan. The fam, a Firefly, Firefly family, fucking loses it. All right, cut to. He's like, hey, just like you wanted to. Everything you heard is true, and you're gonna meet him tonight. Oh, the boogeyman is real. How the fuck did I leave that line out? Whatever. Uh, so the Firefly family goes. And company goes for a lovely midnight stroll through the property until they come across a bunch of coffins. Uh, Otis tells the nerdist to hop his ass in the coffin, but Mama Firefly wants to give him something to remember him by, and Tongue fucks his mouth hole. Cincinnati Jeff, what do you think Mama Firefly's mouth tastes like? Uh, gingivitis and Nicorette gum. I was going to say beef jerky and skull. <laughs> but, hey, nobody's a loser here, except for the Nerdist. Uh, While that's going on, Mary says, fuck this shit makes a dash for it. Otis Did you make a Nerdist joke? Several. That's good. Throughout the episode. No, just that last one I really liked. Oh, well, come on, buddy. Uh, I am the fucking Chris Hartwig of this shit. <laughs> so, uh, while he, she fucking bolts, Otis is fucking... Oh, uh, Otis's gun is a 1911. Which, those are fucking awesome. I'm sorry, I think you they walked him to... Wait. What? Okay. Here, pause it. We'll figure it out. I know where I'm at. Uh, wait. It, and... It, we're sober. And we're back off a of pause. All uh, right. So, yeah, I had to break it down real quick. Because I was like, oh, wait, Nachos, did you miss this? But uh, uh, he kind of covered it down. But Otis is, is wearing a new costume I thought was kind of... You also see this costume... Uh, Tommy Doyle's wearing it in the Halloween remake. Yes. Which... Which was why I wanted to bring it up. Sorry, Nick. Uh, there we go. That's what we think of that movie. So, yes. So, Otis has a new costume on. Uh, he's... It's more of a ceremonial kind of a... Kind of a skull face thing. With like a ceremonial robe. And not wearing somebody's fucking dad's costume. All right, so Mary takes off, and she's making a run for it. Otis pulls out his 1911, uh, 1911 and has her in the sights. Baby's like, uh-uh-uh, I want it, and fucking takes off after her. And this is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, you take this, I gotta pee. All right. Um, sorry, I lost myself in the notes. Okay. So while this is going on and Mary is top flight Chad fucking booking it out of here. Chad. Top flight Chad. Uh, we cut to this. Um, well, it's another intercut and it's Otis going on about like, yeah, when you're about to kill somebody, they get real scared, scared like a rabbit. And all they want to do is run, run rabbit, run. So then it's Mary running and then back to Otis. Run, rabbit! And this goes on for a minute. Uh, Mary trips and falls because, you know, rabbits be tripping. And she finds herself in the middle of a graveyard. Baby stalks her and quotes this real weird rabbit poem I've never heard before. Um, I, I probably should know this, but I can't put my finger on it. Anyway, as Mary is distracted, Baby... Goldberg spears her ass and starts stabbing the shit out of her. And as she does, she does that super fucking annoying cackle, just like my dude, Cincinnati Jeff. Back at the coffins, Rufus 
full on I don't know this wrestling move, but he is he has Jerry like all the way the fuck up in the air. It's not a choke slam. Uh, whatever. He fucking chucks his ass in this coffin and then Denise and they slowly lower them into the subterranean pit. It looks like an old mine shaft or something, but uh anyway, they lower in this tape player in a lantern and what the tape player is actually this old Aleister Crowley Aleister Crowley Crowley po, uh, poem. Uh, anyway, he's saying in slow-mo, bury me in an unnamed grave. And it repeats this several times. So they they ascend down into the pit, and uh, their coffin is torn to pieces by a mob of, honestly, what I can only describe as fucking zombies. And they take Jerry screaming down one of the underground tunnels. So, yeah, what is that? These people just, like, live down there? And, like, I, how are they alive? What's their sustenance? I think we kind of figured out <clears throat> the house of a thousand corpses because soon we're going to figure out who those guys are. Actually, we had foreshadowing way earlier on, but <clears throat> sorry, I'm far too far from uh, too far too far from the microphone. All right. Uh they take Jerry away and he's screaming and Denise uses this opportunity to get the fuck out. Uh Jerry's screams can be heard echoing down the corridor. Mary gets attacked by two underground ghoulies and they steal her bunny costume. But they really don't do anything to her. So you said cool. Mary is Denise. Did Mary get stabbed to death? Did I just leave a whole part of this out? Yeah, Mary gets stabbed to death. Can we just bring this back 20 minutes and start over again? <laughs> so, yeah, so Mary runs off. The whole run, rabbit, run thing. Yeah, okay. Heard, yeah, you covered that. I heard that part. Oh, uh, So, yeah, Baby catches up with her and stabs the shit out of her. A in a grave, she, she ends up in a graveyard where she sees. I was making hundreds much- of graves, not thousands, but hundreds. I was too busy making fun of your cackle of as marked graves. Cackle, um, but uh, uh, baby, ma- baby catches up to her and stabs the fuck out of her. Has and- a little poem thing and then yeah, stabs the shit out of her. We should know this poem. This is stupid. I I can't think of what that is. Yes, so that's what happened to Mary, and she fucking brutally stabs her. Yeah, several uh, times. like like fifteen times. Yeah. So, okay, now back to the underground with D-Nice trying to find where Jerry is. She starts to make her way down this corridor, which is lined with hundreds of dead bodies. Like the catacombs. Yes. Um. So, yeah, she's running down it, and then it cuts above ground to the firefa- uh, Firefly family who is building a giant bonfire. And thro- See, I have the fucking name swap on this. Throw Denise's body on there. No, it's Mary's body. Yes. Uh, also, my favorite part of this is... That's the thing, though. They're so interchangeable. This is easy to do. Now, with Bill and Jerry, I would say that's hard to do, at least for me. But Denise and Mary, yeah. They're fucking interchangeable. Snarky bitch fucking one two or bitches. two. Yeah. All right. So, uh, my favorite part is, like, how Rufus is driving around in the sheriff's car just fucking bone-crushing whiskey <laughs> doing donuts. He even pulls up in the fucking graveyard just fucking running over the fucking little wooden tombstones. He's like, I'm into the fire! Um, uh, yeah. All right. So D Nice eventually makes it to this underground Wait, no layer. Whoa, my notes are fucked. I wrote this when I wasn't even drinking. Today. I know. And she comes across uh a cellar area lounge that uh, somehow has I'll say a doctor's um wait, hold up. I have a this. waiting room. A waiting room. All it right. somehow has 
cable television. Cable in the seventies. It's getting come it's on. It's getting Doctor Fucking Weinstein. Hold up, you're stopping on my notes. Let me get this. You sure? Denise finds a long tunnel full of dead bodies stuck to the wall, which is kind of like the catacombs, and at the end there are two giant steel doors. Through the doors, we find ourselves in a waiting room of sorts, but more important... Hold on. There's a there's a doorman. Oh, fuck the door of the door. We're in the door. We don't need to talk about the there, lobby. There's this fucking Silent Hill fucking doorman guy who pulls a rope and opens the fucking door for His only job behind this little desk is to open this fucking door. Well, that was integral to the plot. All right, so we find ourselves in Dr. Satan's waiting room, where we have a bunch of mind torn open chuds eating pudding watching tv with people who've had brain surgery in her just that's right as we were speaking of earlier yeah all right so bunch of rain men (laughs) yeah okay that's what he does he works on the mentally handicapped that's what he that's what he says that's what they said and thank you for being pc about it all right so then from there um what, is Denise still? Yes. Oh, because Mary stabbed it. I'm sorry. My nose are drunk. I'm good. Yep. All Take right. whatever whatever name you see and do the opposite. Honky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Generic white girl uh, finds herself. She sees Dr. Satan operating on Jerry. Uh, oh, his... you mean Psycho Manus? He looks like Extent from I, from fucking Generation X. I, I kind of have... I wanted to make a Psycho Manus joke so hard, but uh, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so Dr. Satan is an emaciated elderly man suspended by some kind of pulley system slash bondage gear. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. It's not in the subtitles. But I think he's... I, I caught one where he's like, Junior! And then two doors erupt, explode, and... The professor shows up, aka Earl Flyer, a Firefly. The professor looks like if you tried to make Darth Vader out of cold cuts and a gas mask. <laughs> he comes running after Mary, descending these steps, uh, and like takes a swing at her with his axe, and she ducks at the ta-da nick of time, and he smashes through these fucking doors. So is that what happens in this scene? Because I watched it, and it really just felt like he just fucking takes out that pillar for no reason. Oh, that's that's a little later on. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, smashes through the door, and she's like, I can run back through the corridor of corpses kind of thing. And S- I, So I, I actually must have missed this part. No shit. This movie melts your brain if you watch it too many times. No, I fell asleep. I started falling asleep at this point. Legit, not because I was fucking tired. I watched this. In the, I watched this part in the middle of the fucking day. I just fell asleep. It was that boring. Yes and no. All right. So Denise, because Mary is dead, uh, she's running through the fucking catacombs kind of thing, and then Earl's in hot pursuit. So we have this. Actually, I'll, I'll give credit this shot. This is pretty cool. She's in the foreground, and you see him. Uh, pop up down the tunnel kind of thing, and it's very reminiscent to My Bloody Valentine. Uh, so Earl corners Denise and winds up with the axe, but uh, she ducks, and instead he takes out a support beam and buries his own stupid ass instead. Why do we have Mary for this? <laughs> Denise wakes up and notices that the uh, the cave-in has opened a spot. 
in, in uh, is it the ceiling so, at this point? Yeah, and and this is what I'm trying. This is what I was trying to reference. It looked like he took that pillar out on purpose. Maybe like he like, was I don't wanna nowhere like, near. Oh, her. because he popped his gas mask off and Gak came out of his mouth. He's like, I breathe Gak. Let me die. This Cenobite looking motherfucker. Oh, he's Kmart Cinnabite. He's like a chin a bit. But like when you look, it's it's another slow motion shot, but this time it's not done well and it looks above, it looks to the side, like off, and looks from fucking Denise's fucking point of view. He's very fucking far away. Actually, from her. I could I could explain that. And he it looks like he's just fucking doing it just to fucking cause the cave. At this point, they genuinely had no stunt coordinator, so it's just like, hey, Denise, he's coming in fucking duck so <laughs> dead serious that's what's up with that because his goggles he had like tuscan raider goggles going on so it inhibited his vision kind of thing right just like how alcohol inhibited my speech um yeah so takes that chunk out there's the cave and he's dead but not really m plate was the name i was looking for and that's oh, who that fucking dr satan looks like well, I think that looks like a better version because he has the Rob Zombie fucking dreadlocks. Oh, shit. Dr. Satan is old man in plate. <laughs> Who is this little sidekick? T- you know what? We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll fucking get to that. So we're doing we're now in plate is a uh, uh, Generation X X-Men character from the fucking late 90s uh, Generation With X like comic book series. Jubilee, uh, ju- Jubilee. 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 Skin, and, and husk, mondo. Phalanx? Who was that shit? Uh, Phalanx. Phalanx. Is and Chamber. Chamber, yes. The dude who was missing his lower half. Banshee was the teacher as well as the White Queen. So we're just going to redo this episode tomorrow, <laughs> right? Uh, so, but anyway, yeah. So I'm sorry. Go on. So boom. Now all right. Denise is fucking making her way up. That's right. And it's very Evil Dead is how she's, uh, you know, uh, popping through like, like a flower, like a new life. And she stumbles her ass in her baby doll costume down the side of the road. And... I got a different movie vibe from here, but I'm going to talk about it in a second. All right. So, um, yeah, dude, she's just like, oh, my God, everything is fucked. And she's like stammering down the side of the road, just like my speech. And then a fucking a car pulls up and who's in it? Oh, it's fucking Captain Spaulding. Oh, shit. It's a boy there. It's a very familiar looking clown. He, um, he remembers her from the gas station chicken station. Well, first he's like, oh, get in. Damn, you all fucked up. Oh, hey, girl, I remember you. Um, Everybody's looking for you. There's a whole bunch of people looking out for you. She tells him she needs to go to a doctor. Spalding reassures her she'll get to a doctor. And she kind of passes out. Uh, yeah, and that she needs to relax. Spalding, uh, fucking, but how the hell are you supposed to relax when Otis Driftwood is in the back seat? He fucking sits up. That guy's fucking, fucking crazy. Fucking knife ready and fucking stabs her. The movie ends with Mary coming to on Denise. Doc. Oh, my fuck. Yeah. To on Dr. Satan's lab getting ready to operate on her, so I guess Captain Spaulding wasn't lying afterwards. He did, in fact, get her to a doctor's table. The end. Or is it? The end. Question mark. Finn. If the episode was all over the place, and so are we, it's because this fucking movie's all over the goddamn place. And like I said, and not to be mean, but yeah, I fucking fell asleep during this. It's one of the few fucking times where I'm like trying to actually pay attention to a horror movie, especially one for the podcast where I really want to do my due diligence, and I fell asleep. Oh, 
several fucking times at the quote unquote climax of are, this fucking movie. Are we dipping into final thoughts or are we going to take a pause? Pause, smoke break. We need one. And we're back from another smoke break. If we seem like we're all over the place on this fucking episode, it's because this fucking movie is all over the goddamn place. So we didn't take it too damn seriously. <laughs> no, we did not. All right. So, uh, you know, I think it's time to do the kill counts. Do you kids want to see a dead body? So we've got uh, unofficially a thousand kills. 14 deaths. A thousand. <laughs> 1,000 kills. 1,000 kills here. Let's start. Number one. Uh, a dead body. <laughs> Richard Lil Dick Wick, shot in the head by Captain Spaulding. That's right. Number two, Killer Carl, shot in the face by you, Captain Spaulding. You mean Ski King? <laughs> uh, number three is two cheerleaders, uh, killed by the Firefly family off See, it's not easy to say. Firefly family. Number four is cheerleader number three, killed off screen by the Firefly family. The body is... And it won't. Seen, uh, no, this is the dead body on the bed. Oh, that that with that monkey, y'all cheerleaders do See, shit all to make me happy. And that that throws our whole cheerleaders in the cage thing to shit. So it's kind of confusing there. Number five though is Bill, turned into fish boy by Otis. The amazing fish boy. Number six is Karen, killed off screen by Otis. Her body was seen in the car trunk. Number seven, cheerleader, killed off screen by the Firefly Flammy. Body. See, see, you can't say it right. Yeah. We have to say it wrong at this point. Family. Uh, Firefly family. <laughs> body in the shack. Uh, number eight is uh, Lieutenant George Widell. Shot in the neck by Mama. I think it was right behind the left ear. But regardless, it's uh, irregardless, it's ugly as fuck. Number nine, Don Willis. Shot in the back twice by Otis. Because fuck your members only jacket, Don. Ten, Deputy Nash, shot in the head by Otis. Tell me you'll remember. Eleven, Mary, stabbed to death by Baby. <laughs> Twelve, Jerry Goldsmith, tortured to death by Dr. Satan. Uh, he got a drill into his fucking brain, dude. Thirteen, Earl the Professor, Firefly. We're gonna kill Earl. So here's kind of weird here. Crushed to death when the ceiling collapsed above him, but this is debatable as he reappears at the end with Dr. Satan after Denise is recaptured. But it might have been a hallucination as Denise was dying. And then 14 is Denise, either stabbed by Otis or tortured by Dr. Satan. Not quite sure what I'm going for the torture by Dr. Satan, Dr. Satan! This last part's kind of avant-garde. So I have 14 deaths here total. Nachos, what was your favorite? Oof. Fish boy. The amazing fish boy. I have Killer Carl, just because of Captain Spaulding's first up. You mean Ski King. Fuck yourself. Fuck your face. Bop, 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 bop. And he shoots him fucking several times. And then over the the best part is you got ravioli. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a movie, man. Uh, I know I was fucking uber drunk when I thought that would be a good idea for us to, uh, like, yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, you're ready some stuff. No, you know? What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? All right, so some trivia. Uh, the last couple movies didn't have too much trivia. This, I've actually got some very interesting trivia. You got some deep dudes. <clears throat> so, first up, it received a home video release on August 12th, 2003. For the main menu of the film, Zombie had Sid Haig perform in character as an added bonus feature for the film. 
the Blu-ray edition of the film was released on September 18, 2007. The Blu-ray edition of the film features additional menu content with Hayes. So he I got a backing character and had this do this as well as a bonus feature found on its initial release. You got a joke for me? The film was released alongside the Devil's Rejects 2005 combo pack. Oh. In 2011, Zombie himself spoke in 2003 of releasing a super deluxe edition of the film, which he hoped would include the footage of the scrapped characters, yeah, that's which right. we kind of see cut the in, skunk ape. as well as deleted footage from the film's death scenes. Zombie also claimed that the fishboy scene was initially much gorier, which I would have loved to have seen. I'm okay with what I got. And he hoped to include added footage for that scene. Despite Zombie's claims, even though he owns the movie... This version of the film has yet to be released. Uh, they only showed it one time, and it was like an Argentina film fest. Was it? Was that on your shit? It is. Am I stepping on your dick? Nope. You oh, got it. Okay. Get away from your mic. You're too close. So there are multiple instances where you see a poster for two missing boys throughout the film. These young boys were actually pictures of Rob Zombie and his brother. Spider One? The lead singer of Power Man 5000. Spider One. Oh shit, buddy! As children, there's also a poster. Doghead. Yes, missing yeah. doghead, which is actually a poster they saw in New York, New York. A real poster. New York. That they copied and put around the film. It, oh wait, what did they say in Jason X? Oh, whatever. Most of the cutaway scenes, like Otis torturing the cheerleaders, baby masturbating with the skeleton, etc., were filmed by Zombie. In his basement after filming rap. So these are scenes. This is like the interwoven, like Super Eight home. That shit stuff. we've been drinking at home yeah. too. He um, would invite the cast members over to his house on the weekends and shoot the footage himself on a sixty millimeter handheld camera. Cincinnati Jeff, I'm gonna need you to do me your best Rob Zombie impersonation. With the exception of the shot of a shot of the setting sun, he created the opening credits the exact same way. Which I think is actually pretty cool there. That's neat. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't like those scenes, but it's very cool that he would bring them over to his place and be like, let's shoot more stuff. Uh, hey, hey, Rob, I'm coming to your house. Should I bring a six-pack? Hell yeah! Okay, like, uh, I was talking to uh, well, Sid, Well, wait a minute. Too. Is this the one that you wanted? I mean, what, you want to talk about your animated movie? Hell yeah! I'm the Super Beast-O! Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just just write me in. <laughs> we'll have a good time. The actual house is the same used in the best little whorehouse in Texas. That's right. Ask Rusty Venture about that. Which is a fun movie. Burt Reynolds, fucking uh, Dolly Parton. Uh, which can be viewed during Universal Studios' tram ride. Still there. And However, during filming, Universal refused to stop the tram tours, which delayed the film several fucking times during their scenes. Hell no! And last up, Rob Zombie has said that he was consistently, or sorry, constantly shooting two versions. I thought this was really cool. I thought this was really, really cool. Uh, a PG version. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. So oh, he was constantly shooting two versions of the gorier scenes to appease Universal. For instance, a shot at the start of the film in which the robber who was stabbed with the axe is on the floor was shot two ways, with the blood and without the blood. Several scenes were also shot involving a regular lighting and, and a, a red, red lighting filter. to give it a more gruesome effect, of which both were edited into the final cut. Several scenes with the cross-cutting involving set lights, white and red, can be seen, particularly when Otis is talking to the cheerleaders, um, like 20 minutes into the film. It cuts back to red and white. And, and 
the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because I like that a lot, and that's very smart on his part. It reminds me much of Danny Steinman shooting extra gory scenes, or sorry, extra titty scenes. Um, you guys can't hear this, but I just rolled my eyes so hard I broke my fucking neck. He shot extra titty scenes in Friday the 13th Part 5 because he figured they're going to want to cut that and leave the gore in. So Rob Zombie did a, a much better... Trying way. real hard not to say a good job. I know it hurts. It I does. know he did, it, but he, he, it was a good. It's a good idea, and more movies should do this, right? Give them too much, so that when they ask to cut it back, you get to you get to the version of the film that you really want, right? It's like asking for a raise. Go much higher than your lowest, so that when you settle, you settle closer to your actual goal. Oh, like a bidding war. Then oh, what I gotta you fix really want to go for. It's making squeakies. I got a little uh, trivia nug for you. Hit my me, dude. buddy. All right, so uh, this is kind of anti-Rob Zombie. So Rob Zombie in his... Oh, fun fact. So that, that whole scene where uh, Baby comes in and is scalping Jerry, there's that ginormous creature from the Black Lagoon, you know, fucking wall-length poster. Mm. That's from his personal collection. That's cool. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. I love We're that, We're big Rob... creature fans. Oh. The creature walks among... The creature walks among we... Among us. Among us. When he's... Yeah, uh, no, but see, I'm praising <laughs> Rob Zombie, but then I got to shit on him because Rob Zombie lives real close to a skate park. And uh, so there were a bunch of skater kids getting nerd-do-wells. down. Nerd-do-wells. Fucking, you know, ripping and shredding. And he called the cops on them. Rob fucking Zombie, you are kind of a shitbag. No! Don't tell me that. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, you, just, you just want to cut to it? Let's do the final cuts. Let's get these final well, cuts. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> All right, so it was your idea to, like, do this movie. No, and, it was. Uh, Fuck you, dude. You, you just you want to run with this first, you piece buddy? of shit. All right, gang. Hang tight. So I'll run with it first. You want me to go first? No, shut up. Shut up. I mean, hey, drink with me, my friend. I'll go first. You want me to do it? No. Because I'm going to step on your toes when I talk anyway. I'm ready. Uh, loud, audible clank. Uh, Marshall, thank you for the stag. Oh, yeah. Yep. Stealing Marshall's stag he left here. He left it here. It's open game. Yours now, bitch. All right. So I wouldn't necessarily call this a thinking man's movie, but pretty much uh, if you took <laughs> half-cooked plot of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie fucked it with a Rob Zombie music video and stretched it into an hour and a half. Well, here we go. It's called House of a Thousand Corpses. With that being said, this is a flawed movie that got chewed up by the fucking studios. But God damn it, I like this fucking movie. This movie oozes with style. It's just fucking eye candy. And sometimes we just fucking need a movie like this. It's got the gore, it's got the boobs, it's got the fucking blood, and it has amazing characters. I love this movie. I hate this movie at the same time, in the same scenes. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I hate myself for loving this fucking movie. This movie is the equivalent of dating a super hot dumb girl. You could just stare at her for a spell, and then she opens her fucking mouth, and it just ruins everything. I mean, you have Rob Zombie on the Universal lot, just pulling from the Universal library, 
this should be the best thing ever. But it isn't. I don't know. Uh, let's give this... Uh, sorry, Nick. Um, I'll give it seven twisting pencils in your eyeball out of ten. Cincinnati, Jeff. What, what is was your... it? Was it worth it? Was it worth watching? Is Hell it worth yeah! Watching? But guess what? I'm not watching this movie for a clean decade. So it's this is really funny because, or to me. Because I always feel like because it makes I'm, you want to grab some cakes, uh, Mr. President. You had two minutes. It's my turn. <laughs> Could you just shut up, man? Clown. <laughs> so I find it really funny Mute my because mic. normally I feel like I'm a little too easy on a lot of these movies and give the ratings higher than maybe what they should be. But I look at it as like, hey, was it a great horror movie? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But did I have fun watching it? And that's what means the most to me. When it comes to this one, though, I came in, actually, for the past several years, you're like, fucking Rob Zombie, fuck him. And I'm like, no, House of a Thousand Corpses, it's not too bad, it's okay. If you don't like The Devil's Rejects and so on and so forth, that's fine. But House of a Thousand Corpses, it's alright. It's a poor man's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. After watching it again for this episode... But how many times did you watch it this episode? If this... If Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Nothing But Trouble, if you've never seen it... Is to blank... If you've never seen Nothing But Trouble, check it out. Chevy Chase, John Candy, Demi Moore. If Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre Tupac and Nothing and But Richard Trouble. Humpty Vision? Mr. President, it's my <coughs> turn. If Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Nothing But Trouble had sex, this would be that baby. This would be that <laughs> special needs baby. Arguably the most straight horror film that Rob Zombie did in his Rob Zombie trilogy. This film felt very familiar but strange at the same time. I disliked all the cutaways to the random mess around the area. And the film negatives and the distorted colors being presented just chopped the movie up and ruined what little pace the film had. And as there's not really much plot to speak of in the first place. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end in the loosest sense. But Citizen Kane, this is not... And a lot of this movie borrowed heavily from better films that came before it. Denise's escape, in fact, at the end of the movie, even looks very much like the Marilyn Burns scene at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. This film was made for a group of people in the early 2000s who listened to zombie and Manson songs, wore black Cannibal Corpse t-shirts, and worshipped anything bloody and off-putting that put their parents to shame. Looking back now, that's the only thing that's truly off-putting and it's having to watch this crap fest that's the most off-putting thing so when i first saw this back then i was like yes i like this fucking movie i was that kind of person and i defended this for a long time and i've seen it a few times since but i probably haven't watched it in the past 10 years watching it now today i i just can't get behind it i give it six random negative film shots out of 10 and was it worth it not really Great cast, ensemble. They're great. I really like the fucking acting, too. Those people did a really, really, really good job. However, the movie has some okay scenes, and I recommend that you should watch it if you want to catch up on the complete trilogy. If not, you're not missing out. You only are going to hurt yourself if you don't want to watch Sid Haig's scenes. Bill Mosley's really good. No, they're like I said, they're all good. But speaking of that, since you brought it up, Bill Mosley... Is he better as Otis Driftwood or Chop Top? Chop Top. And Are you who tripping? would win in a fight? 
Oh, yeah, you hear that, Atomic Scarecrow? You fucking weak nut bitch. Uh, Chop Top would stop Otis Driftwood, and so would Ashley J. Williams. The first time he gets on screen, I'm like, that's Chop Top. I mean, so straight up, and this is... Granted, the- it's the same fucking character. Like, ZZ Top's always gonna sound like ZZ Top, right? Yeah, ACDC is... Exactly. A- oh, shit, dude. But Bill Mosley's supposed to play different characters. That's the point of being an yeah, actor. Yeah, did you see him in Silent Night, Deadly Night 3? He played a really convincing, uh... Guy with psychic powers. Um, no, I had a thing. Oh, I'll save that for later. I don't know. That's all I had on it, though. I, I just... I, I didn't like the movie this time around. I See, really did I feel the other way. I came into that movie like fucking... I've had 20 years to just hate the shit out of this movie. And, and I just kind of... It's just like... You know, like, you got some kids. They got, like, this spinny light-up toys kind of thing. You're just like, fuck. I feel like six out of ten is too generous for me, to be perfectly honest. Going through this, I'm like, five, maybe. Add a sixth if you want to see the fucking dead girl titties. Dude, cynical nachos as a kid, I was like... I don't want to watch this ever again. Fuck this. You don't have to. Um, Honestly, I think I'd rather watch this movie every time. Kind of sad we gave this away. It was free. <laughs> hey, man, my copy came with a free copy that belly. I don't want to punish people. That's the horrible horror podcast. Well, Sarah job. Samples can like watch the other two better movies. Debatable. I debatable. I, I like those two a little bit better. Uh, yeah, we got. Uh, but they're gore. They're gore exploitation movies for sure. They're not horror movies. Gore exploitation. Yeah. And I mean, just they're, they're, just because Aaron sounds like Brian Posehn. <laughs> dur, dur, get your Funko Pop already. <laughs> Nachos, where are you, dude? Uh, I don't know. These are fun we think movies. that Aaron sounds like Brian Posehn. Dude, he straight up sounds like Brian Posehn. And a I, sexy Brian Posehn. Yeah, oh my god, dude, like, like a bodybuilding Brian Posehn that would like fucking feed me down Cincinnati's Jeff's throat and punch a hole in both of us and then throw mm-hmm. us into the fucking sun. Also, Mike Carpenter, give Marshall his hoodie back, motherfucker. I don't even know you. I'm not a tough dude. I will go to jail. <laughs> To, like, see you if you are in jail. I don't know. All right. That's all I've got on this. You got anything else before we fucking end this shit show? I don't know, man. What are we watching next weekend? Week, week. Oh, no. We're, we're in October. We're in Shocktober, baby. We got we to gotta be cranking out these fucking movies to give to our motherfucking fans. So we've got three weeks worth of fucking October movies coming to you guys. We've got three Halloween This was the first. Movies. This, no. This, well, four if you're counting this one. We've got three more coming up. Next, we're going to bring you back-to-back movies. Bro, do Party Massacre 3. No. Um, We're doing Trick or Treat. Pending. Halloween 1. The original. Rob Zombies. Rob Zombies. And then Halloween 2. Also Rob Zombies (laughs) Halloween 2. (laughs) And then Cincinnati Jeff is going to fucking run over my head. We are bringing in some guests. Uh, first time guest, uh, returning favorites, Dogmaster Dan will be here. It's going to be a good time. All right, do you got anything else for us, buddy? Um, hey, man, so I know this episode's rapping, but uh, do you want to get fucked up and do some fucked up shit? Yeah, I do. It's the only way I live. No. Can I have some money? Yeah, it's in the mail. 
cats in the mail came. Speaking of mail, by the way, if we haven't talked about it this episode, please let us reiterate. We've got the website up. Here comes a spooky.com. You can buy our merch. We've got can koozies, buttons, stickers, all kinds of fun shit. Our Patreon's up. Check that out. Join our Patreon. You get all kinds of free stuff, uh, monthly content from us. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You, you know support what? the podcast. You just dropped yeah. an amazing plug. Let me jump in real quick. I mean, I need to talk to all three of our listeners we have. How are we doing, guys? I don't know. We we can't tell until you give us feedback. Could could you just tell us? I can give you feedback right now. Does Cincinnati Jeff cackle too hard? No. Does Nachos McWherever sound too drunk most of the time and yes. fart and burp into the microphone? Always. I mean, we, we can't figure these things out because <laughs> you won't tell us. Because you're simple minds. You, you won't let us know. You dog dick. You broke dog dick. I... Don't test me, Hugo. All right. You ready for this? And always... Stay Stay spooky! Spooky!